from the studios of my basement. Mike Francesa here. Rangers beat the Penguins here tonight, three to two. Okay, folks, we saw the man out there, the man, the myth, the legend, Brian Boyle. I know Brian Boyle is one of the few guys I know. I was looking for the zucchini out there. I didn't see him. We're going to have Pierre Maguire on from NBC to talk about it in a little while. But for now, three to two, Rangers. Looking good for the playoffs. Kreider, I mean, folks, Kreider, big goals all the time. Been seeing this for years. Been telling you guys, what a performance. What a performance they put through today. Rock, how's it going, man? Episode that's 40. A good, that's a good open, Mikey. That's a good open. <laughs> I, have to, I have to practice on my dog uh, impersonation. <laughs> I put you, me on the spot. I don't do it. Listen, I do a half-ass Francesa. If you oh, could you ever do a better Francesa than I would. If you could ever do a half-ass fucking <laughs> Russo, I'd go for a half hour with it. We have to. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to try. I should have. Should have went off with that one. Oh my god! I just loved how funny. we would always have PM like. Good Fran- afternoon, everybody. Francesa, How are you today? Francesa would watch one fucking Ranger playoff game every year, and if Brian oh, Boyle man. scored in it, dude, Brian Boyle must he only people he ever talked about were Boyle. And Kreider. And they yeah. both scored tonight. Yeah. So Francesco would have been all over this game. Well, you know what? Uh, listen, as far as Mike and the Mad Dog goes, they talk about hockey more than anyone. They did. I mean, you thought they didn't talk about hockey then. It's even worse now, now that the Rangers are off the fan. Right. I mean, it's it's like hockey. The, the sport of hockey doesn't even exist. But uh, listen, they're the, one, the most relative, uh, relevant, excuse me, team. I just pulled the dog right there. <laughs> Most yes. rele- most relevant team True story. in uh, in New York right now. True, True story. story. True story. That's freaking hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. But uh, listen, they're rolling. They're rolling. I mean, you gotta you gotta be excited. And what can you say? Yeah. And I'll tell you, I, I told you in the text, I didn't have a good feeling about tonight. I, I I thought that with the fact that um uh they got embarrassed last Friday, um I thought it was gonna be close. But I didn't think it was going to go in their favor. Um, and, you know, it almost didn't. I mean, the penalty kill is, is still something to be a concern about. But you're not, you, can't, you can't cry over beating uh, a Penguin, full-strength Penguin team, no Strom. You know, it's funny, and, and I'm sure we'll touch on this, but could you imagine if Drury had made, if he could have made depth additions earlier in the season? They may be in first place. Maybe. And I'm I'm not the positive, you know me. I'm right. I'm half negative constantly. Uh, your glass full, I'm glass empty. Uh, you're definitely uh, more positive than me. But these additions have so far propelled this team. I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, Cop has what seven points, six points, seven points now. Do you have two points tonight? Or one. You have two? I know he definitely had one. That was a beautiful pass okay. I had to uh, to Panarin. All right. I wasn't sure if he – I know he won the faceoff on the power play when Fox shot it. So I wasn't sure if uh, – I, I, don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. But um, listen, the depth was always – we always questioned the depth to see how the depth was going to was gonna come about. Mm-hmm. And so far, I mean, it's, it's, it's paid dividends for this team. They're finding ways to win when they're, when they're not always, you know, great. But I'll tell you, I mean, when this team learns how to win win games with a lead mm-hmm. and not make you, you know, sweat it out or or cough up leads, they're going to be dangerous. They're going to be dangerous. So yeah. 
I think I'm hoping, and I think you feel the same way that this team is getting hot at the right time. Yes. And uh, let's just keep going, man. And let's just keep doing it. And one thing that I noticed tonight, and I didn't get to see it until the very end of the game. These guys are literally all about the crest on the front, not the name on the back. What I saw in the last minute and a half, minute 45 seconds of of tonight's Mm -hmm. game, Mm -hmm. you just saw a brotherhood. I mean, they have a fallen soldier out there in Ryan Strom, and they did everything possible to honor him by missing four open nets with the goalie pulled. I mean, if that doesn't say love and... The, the love that they have for each other as teammates, they're like, <laughs> listen, Stromer, love. we got you. Yeah. Open net. We're going to pass it four times and then shoot wide. Yeah. they, they Motherfucker. That game should have been over with two minutes I know. left. I know. First, Heedle has it make center it oh, he, Listen, he, he, he had a great game. Op- he had a great game. He did. He But he he misses open nets constantly. I mean, he can't hit the net if, if his but he didn't even try it on it. He didn't even try and get it deep. Listen. He tried to pass it backwards. I, I, I listen. I agree with you. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they listen. They won the game, yeah. and honestly, that's really the most important thing. But they need to learn how to really put teams away. Yes, and hitting that and empty listen, net. Kreider's got to stop being bashful about scoring on an empty net. Like I understand what he's trying to do, and the guy had a. He's trying to he not a great be, third I, period. I, right, and I understand what what like he said. Remember when he peeled off against? Uh, right. was it against Florida? I, right. He's trying to not be greedy. Him and right. Panarin have to have to hit the be empty greedy, net. dude. Yeah, you, you know, have to. Put the Frankie game away. V. This I shouldn't mean, have been a game almost. at the end. It no. shouldn't have been a game at the end. And Igor made that save. With oh, how many God. seconds were left? But, Listen, we said it. I mean, in a, in a seven-game series, and, and you made a, a, a great observation. Igor, can, can anyone beat Igor, you know, four times? I, I don't see it. You know, I mean, I'm not saying. Listen, we have we haven't seen it yet. Right we're, until we're I see to. it, I I I don't exactly. see it until I see it. Exactly. And listen, he um he stood on it. He's he made saves when he had to. I mean, he he was he was strong, which was tough because they didn't have shots on goal tonight. So it wasn't like he was getting peppered and was really mm-hmm. in a zone. What I've noticed, and you tell me if I'm wrong, these teams are figuring out that you got to get traffic in front of him. But obviously, any goalie is that way. Yeah. But that's traffic. how he's getting beaten. I mean, that's how he's gotten beaten for the most part. I mean, I think a Supan's goal in in uh, against the Devils, you know, Kapanen's uh, was it Kapanen or Jeff Carter that scored the one goal against uh, Igor against uh, with Pittsburgh? The night I want to say Jeff Carter. Okay, I'm just saying, like, yeah. that's the way he's been beaten. Yeah. We take his eyes away, but listen, that's how you beat Patrick. He, he's Wall, making that's the how stops. You beat he's not Hank? giving up shitty goals. Yeah, that's how you beat any goalie, though. And I get so angry. You know, I got angy. You know, listen, listen, watching NHL now the other day. Because he had to say, well, he had a bad game against the Devils. Well, your guys are wide open. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what do you want the guy to do? I mean, I just want to touch on this for one second. Sure. Because this bothered me. You watched him in that Devil game. What? Which goal was his fault? The first one? Because he didn't close his legs fast enough? I put that game out of, out of my head. Poke it in? Listen, when the, when the effort in front of you is is garbage. Piss poor. Right. That, right. That's the outcome you're going to have. What about Braden Schneider, dude? What about a file it under? Did he get the message, or did he get the message? Holy crap! Lloyd Braun is never getting it. <laughs> that forget the goal. The goal was beautiful. That no, play, play he, he made, made on the, the two one angel toe pick thing. He oh did my was god! Fantastic. I thought it was Fox at first, or true. I thought it was I, like to make that type of play, that type of hand eye coordination. That was that was phenomenal. And we need listen. And you know, Larry Brooks had a, had a had a thing in the, on the uh, in the post plus today that we'll show sure we'll talk, uh, touch on very quickly at the end of the show. But 
this team needs cheap help, cheap yeah. contracts. Because let me say something. Crosby, not Crosby, excuse me, but Crosby's first cup. But Taves and Kane, Kopitar. That's right, before they got uh, their big they all contracts. won their cups before they got their paydays. Right. The Rangers are in now, they're in a different realm. They they have a four-year window, I think, to really and I don't and this is why we're gonna talk about jury's moves after the game, but this is why I think this was the right decision to go all in because no one the East is so tight. Mm-hmm. No one's right. I mean, look at look at Boston was flying. Right. And they got smoked tonight by Toronto. I mean, Toronto's on a little bit of a tear. Right. It seems like teams yeah, they go on hot. a tear and then they 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 fall off. They go on a tear. But for the Rangers, let's be fair. They've only lost three games once this season right. in a row, and two of them were in overtime, and two of them they had leads going into the third period. So, you know, you really the consistency of this team has been I mean, high marks. I mean, that's 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 the one thing I can right. say. We haven't had like thing. a 10-0 heater. You know, we haven't done that. It's, we had it's seven in just, a row. I think that was our best stretch. But we it's won seven in a they're row. They're winning seven out of ten every time. And it's been all right. season since the start of the season. Seven right. out of ten. Consistency. Which is which is exact and at home they don't lose. With the exception of the Avalanche game and the Colorado game, excuse me, the um Calgary game. They haven't really gotten their dick kicked in at home. Which were both games right after a long trip that they just came home right. from. Right. You don't right. get those. And then in the listen, they, they got lucky against Anaheim because they didn't play great, neither did Georgie. Okay. So I mean that's another game you can throw in there that they weren't maybe hundred percent. But listen, the moves, the 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 depth, everyone's kind of slotted right now. You don't have guys. I mean, Hunt again is on the second line. I mean, he Gerard Gallant just must love his work ethic. I mean, he I, I tweeted today during the game like the, I love I love the way he plays. He just he's cannot just score. He can't no. score. But he blew nice another wide open line. opportunity. He just cannot score. Could you imagine if Vitrano Cop were on that line the whole season? How many more goals do you think we'd have? A lot. Ten. A lot. Vitrano's a find. Petrano, and I've always liked him. He's just never gotten that opportunity. Now he's getting it. That's what his fifth goal. His five five goals in five games. They said he's got. I mean, listen, he is what this team has lacked. Right, a pure shooter. Shooter with a speed. Pure shooter. He with doesn't look speed. to pass. Well, he. I shouldn't say he doesn't look to pass. Maybe because he's not playing with Panarin now. <laughs> he's not looking to pass as much. But you, you're not. You can't tell me that with him. On that top line with Mika kicking up Kreider's – I mean now everyone's focused on Kreider and he can kind of fly under the radar. Right. And he's quick. He's decisive. He's shooting the puck. Listen, I mean if – we'll talk about the salary cap thing later too with, with the league and everything else. Right. But guys are going to get squeezed out this summer. He may be a guy that gets squeezed out that you might be able to bring him back for a sweetheart deal. I'm not saying that's the Rangers' priority. We know the Rangers' priority is second-line center. Right. But based on what we've seen, now it's only five games, short sample size. And we know how guys – we know how guys love but to But he does out have a history the, of you know, Ryan Spooner having a, uh, you know, seven points in his first four games. Vitrano has but, scored uh, 23 goals in this league before. Like he does have a – he has a history of being able to score. Right. So it's not a that's fluke it. that he's scoring goals. This is This is what he does. He's, he's just never gotten man. top six opportunities before. Sean, how old is Vitrano? 27? 28? Is he that old? Is, is he the same age as Truba? Or is he a year younger than Truba? He's the same age as Truba. Oh, yeah, Truba that's true. Is he the 28 or 29? That's true. 
So he's still kind of in his prime. He's 28. He's 28. And when will he be 29? March 4th. Uh, he, he just turned 28. This So he just turned 28 years old. Yeah. He's in the prime. He's in the prime of his years. Right. So if you're telling me now, obviously we'll talk about next season, next season, but you get this guy for two years at two and a half million to play on your top line. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna need to find cheap shitty help. Right. Not shitty, but you know what I mean. And we'll get into that. But but yeah, we'll get all into that. For Toronto, someone like Vetrano being re-signed is contingent on do they feel if Othman's ready? Is Kraftsov a part of this team? Those yeah. questions being answered. We're we're definitely we're gonna have so yeah, much guy. We're gonna a lot. have so we're, much we time to talk time. about that. Hopefully, Sean, this is what I'm hoping for, and I'm telling I know you agree with this. A long playoff run and a very, very short off season. Yes. <laughs> that would That's be what nice. I want. Get me to get me to June with hockey. Get so me we can have a nice short get off me season. To a Vegas pool on a <laughs> on an inf, on an inflatable duck with a Swan. with a bottle of vodka across my chest. <laughs> The Stanley Cup, twenty oh, yards man. to my right. Oh my God, I don't do that. Sunburn, Listen, for, sunburn. I want to look like I don't. I don't even. I want to look like fucking a fire engine. This is what I'm hoping for. Drunk in a pool. That Get the me Rangers back. catch fire. They catch teams off guard. Igor gets hot in the playoffs. They make it to the Cup final. Co- Colorado rolls through everybody. Mm-hmm. Thinks it's going to be a fucking cakewalk. And we can. You think we'll catch them. anybody off? We're the New York Rangers. You think we would actually catch someone off guard? Well, I mean, only for the fact that you know sometimes teams don't take you seriously. I mean, look at two years ago, Igor. No they one take took us seriously. seriously. So every team is going to respect us. Sure, coming out of the lockout, they were picked to come in last, and Yager and Lundqvist carry this team to a. This playoff. is a much different team than that. But I understand that. But and also, I'm not saying you catch them off guard, but I mean, no one's picking them to win. We're gonna have we're gonna have over 110 points. I don't think you can All take right, that. But that you you've seen lightly. you've I mean I know you 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 listen to to uh, NHL radio more than I do. Yeah, we suck. I watch I NHL are. now. That I mean you you get to you listen to that more than me. I sometimes they drain on about about the the, the Maple Leafs way too much and the, and the Canadian teams. I can't take it sometimes. Right. But let's be fair. We're here in Colorado. We're here in. Carolina, Tampa, Florida, yeah. Toronto to a little bit. Now Boston's also all of a sudden the sweetheart of the league. I understand. You know, Pittsburgh, they you know, they can't and and they can't. I mean, the only team that honestly they they've kind of not given any respect to is Washington. And they've been on a freaking nice little tear up until recently. This is going to be the island is how good they are. This is gonna be the first time an eight seed is gonna have over a hundred points. It's gonna be that's the incredible. first time. That's incredible. You know, that's that's the other thing. You know, I understand why they don't do it, and we can get into this debate another time too, but why don't they just go one through 16? I mean, you're going to have great teams missing the play. I mean, there's a chance that a team like with, with 80 points, 85 points, not, you know. Is, who's the great can, team can, Who's the great team that's that's going to be left out, out west? Year? Who? Out west. Right, but who's the – See those teams out west? What kind of points they have? you got a team – Two teams, three teams, I think, in playoff spots with 70 points, 74 points. Right, but there's nobody in the East that's going to miss that deserves I'm it. Talk- no, I know that. And nobody in the but West that deserves it. Teams are going to get it. eliminated in the first round that are better than the teams out West. Oh, I see you what you're saying. What I'm saying. I see what you're saying. I mean, does Vegas, do you think Vegas, Vegas, Dallas? Um, I like, I like, I like Nashville? the conferences. Uh, no, I do. I do too. But I mean, it so sucks for fair. us. Wouldn't you like to see the best two teams in the finals? No, I like you, conferences. So you rather you rather see a lopsided we, could be, possibly be a lopsided Stanley Cup final? Like we had one ninety four. We had one. 
That was against well, Vancouver no, was lopsided Stanley Cup finalists. Was it Vancouver like a seven Florida. seed or a six seed? Who Vancouver? They weren't picked to go to the finals. No, I guess you get a. And Cinderella we won the President's story. Trophy, so it was the top team in the league against a, a Cinderella team, essentially. Right. I don't know. I'm 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 partial. I'm a little bit partial to that. It but sucks for listen. us. And Detroit's eventually going to get good. I get it. The Devils are eventually going to get good. And well, that's the team. The teams below us are starting getting better. Well, and the teams and Pittsburgh will you, eventually fall, and the Capitals will eventually I'm, fall. They're when? eventually. You think Crosby's going to play to 45? Is he Tom? Is he the next well, Tom Brady? Think. Is he going to well, fuck let, me for 20 years? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Look how long Yager and, and Messier played for. And you know you got to put Crosby up in that in that category as oh, much yeah. as I fucking hate him. Hundred percent. You know he's in that he's in that category. But you know what, what we have in our what we have in our favor is you're right. You got to figure Boston's on the way out within the next couple of years. Right. Washington, Pittsburgh, Tampa. You know it'll eventually end. It'll eventually catch within up within three them, years. Florida's still going to yeah. be good. Florida's so on their Carolina. way. And yeah. then so is Toronto. We'll see. That team's eventually going to get blown we, up. I think the only reason they're going to get blown up, and this they is don't win. They, this no, that not only that is none of these teams expected the cap not to go up. When someone like we talked about, when these contracts were given out, when Kreider's contract was given out, when all these contracts, the cap was supposed to go up eight, you know, seven, eight million dollars. Here's where I disagree with that. We knew that this was a flat cap era, and every fucking RFA defenseman got nine million dollar contracts. So I don't. No, well, no, 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 no. That I agree with you about. That part I agree with you. But there were certain guys. The stars are always going to get paid. Adam Fox just won a Norris Trophy, Sean, and Miro Heiskanen because fucking Dallas is stupid gave him eight million dollars. And it starts with the stupid teams. Seth Jones. It started with Seth Jones. That's where it started. That too. But let me be. Let's be honest. The GMs don't off, do offer sheets, right? We don't do offer sheets because it's it's, un, it's right. unwritten rule. Yes. Well, why don't the GMs get together and say, you know what, guys? No big contracts if, before their entry-level contract's up. Because then – Get together and agree on they'll that. They'll be in court with collusion like baseball did. It's bullshit, but there's no – they don't give offer sheets out. How can they don't give offer sheets out? Because it's a How big price. How come that's not considered they collusion? Can, they can justify it by saying it's a big price to give up, the draft picks. Bullshit. The way these GMs give up fucking draft choices now – just saying, in a, in a court I mean, of law, it, it, they I can mean, justify Drury it. Gave up, Drury gave up essentially his next two drafts for one playoff run. That's not true. We still have a first-round picks. We didn't trade a first-round. First-round picks, but they have no two, two through four. They have nobody That's pretty fine. much. That's fine. We got our first well, round. I mean, we've gotten – we've had some good picks third and fourth round. So, I mean, the Rangers probably have done better in the later rounds in certain <laughs> years than they've done in the, in the early rounds. All right, so hit on the first. <laughs> well, let's which, I'll I mean, gladly, which I will gladly trade for a trip to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. I will trade that too. Absolutely. Gladly move 100%. down. It's not even 100%. like we lose the pick. We just move down thirty-two picks. No. Well, the only way the only way it fucks us, and 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 I'm sure we'll talk about this down the road, but is if they do want to go out and get Mark Shifley, that means they they lo- they lose the first round pick this year if they do make it, and now you're trading your 2024, obviously, or 23 and 24, rounder. right? If they and want now, to. now you're just every year you're just kind of playing catch up. That's fine if you're getting Shifley. I'll, and I'll the deal, Rangers I'll deal need with it to later. <laughs> say, well, you know, too, Sean, they need to save draft capital only for the fact that they're going to need someone to take Patrick Nemeth's contract. I mean, I know he's played well. He's playing well. I don't see that being a problem. I see it as a problem. But if you want to make no, this I'm team saying better. for someone else Remember, to take him. No, that that's true. So I mean, look at it from this perspective. I mean, right now. We need next season, Kako, Lafreniere, and maybe Offman or Kratzov, they need to play predominant roles on this team. You need cheap help. Oh, yes. A hundred percent that, that, that's, that's what they're going to need. That's the because only reason the, why a guy like Vitrano might have a tough time staying here. That's exactly. 
in cop two, I, I love them both. But cop gives you both. versatility to play center or wing. So what they would have to do is make a determination on Heedle, which to me, the last seven, eight games, Heedle's been phenomenal. He's, now do you trade high? I explore it. If, you, listen, you if he's up, a piece, for Shifley? if he's a piece that Winnipeg values, yeah, and then I could resign Cop uh, as my third line center, and I'm fine with that. Again, these we are conversations to, we, we need to have later. No, on. I know. I yeah. mean, you, listen, but it's, listen, it's fun to all, talk about. It always is fun yeah. to talk about. But we're riding a high. Mott has made a huge difference. Mott is he's fantastic to me. Oh my god, I love of that guy. everybody that we acquired. He's the one guy that I really make an effort to resign. When that came down, tell me, tell me, you didn't get a little little bit of a smile on your face. Of like, course, I don't remember your actual facial expression, but <laughs> I don't know when we said they get they have to get cop, and I think we both and it were was hidden impression. It was like they were and, talking about cop, and oh yeah, by the way, the Rangers traded a fourth round pick for Tyler Mott. I'm like, yeah, we were both is, were excited about that one. That is under a radar move, man. He just adds. I love versatile guys. He's a sledgehammer. He That's what I said. I think a, right. He's a sledgehammer. Exactly what you said. Yeah. That's the exact word. I thought of Peter Gabriel when you said that. <laughs> um, uh, he can he can play a little center. He's not a natural center, but he could play you right. know, spot center if you have to. He's fast. He's like a, he's like a little pit bull yeah. out there. I just love that type of guy, and mm-hmm. I think he just adds such value to that. And he's in scoring positions. Unit. He was in. He had three scoring chances tonight. I know, and I'll tell you right now. I I, I love my, I love me some Kevin Rooney, but he may he may have lost his his spot. Yes, you know. Now I'm not saying now, but I'm saying maybe in the future if right. they're able to. Because those are the guys, like I said, Sean, are going to get squeezed out next summer. Yes, those are the guy, Those type of guys are not going to get big money. They may get term, so you may be able to get Mott for maybe maybe give him three years, but he's 27. That's fine. So I'll take him till 30. Maybe you give him three years right. at bigger money. You well, know, not bigger money, but you know, if you need to give him two. term opposed to. Four years, listen, eight million. I give him four years, eight million. Maybe they, I don't know what their plan is for Sammy Blay, but I, I'll tell you right now, you put it Blay with with Mott on. Even if you have Brzezinski as their is their is the fourth line center to start the season, you put those two guys with you know, on that line, and you know he plays hard. Can you can you think of a better fourth line? I mean, we have we have the island that we have close to the Islanders' fourth line, right? It's phenomenal, phenomenal. So. Listen, I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm. Uh, I hope they don't. Li- I hope. I hope tomorrow night. I understand back to backs with Georgie and Gull. Right. I pray just be competitive. Just be competitive. I wonder if with the light. I wonder if with the light. They just got creamed. The light workload that Igor had tonight. If if the they won't play him. They won't. Right. They're gonna save him. They'd be crazy to too. They'd be crazy to. They just played right? Igor. I know, I know, but they're not going to do that. They're not. They're not going to. One, they're not going to risk him getting hurt. He doesn't play back to back games. Not even in Russia did he play back to back. Oh, games. he never played back to back games. Is that? Is that? I didn't know that. I'm almost positive. I'm almost positive. He's never played. Doesn't play back to back games. Igor's one is. Excuse me. Georgie's won his last three starts. Let him fucking play. It's true. And if you can't beat Detroit, then you that's have true. A I want. Problem. I want Igor ready. Ready to go for Friday. And you know the we're going to be if we do win tomorrow night when on a five game winning streak, you know the Islanders are going to come in and fucking derail that. <laughs> they just barely beat Columbus tonight, so God bless them. Oh, I fucking hate that team. God, I hate Pittsburgh more, but 
you know. I just hate the island, like you said. We we just hate the Islander fans. We don't necessarily hate the Islanders. No, I know. I hate, I hate Lamorello. I think that's and Trots oh, and Trots. No neck. I hate the two of them. Not as much as Boudreaux, but I I do hate them. Good old Barry. Pretty no close. I want to talk Pretty about close. um something that I've had some decent debates going around Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was definitely once again without a doubt the first one to bring this up. Right. And now other people have jumped on it. Again, I'll get no credit for it, but that's fine. I don't see a path for Capococco playing again this year okay. without injury. I want him – because think about it. He hasn't played since, what, February 2nd? God, dude, I can't even remember. The last I can't game, even was, tell you. Was it the last game before the All-Star I game? Think, or was he no, out before I don't that? think he played that one either. He didn't play that Florida game. Okay. So, so we're talking I January. I don't even know the last game he played in. We're talking January. It's now April. How are you going to bring a guy in? First of all, who are you taking out? Hunt. That's if Strom's healthy. If assuming Strom is healthy, because I mean Strom's okay. on first guys. First off, Strom is on the trip. He wouldn't be on the trip if he, there wasn't a chance he was playing tomorrow. Well, Sammy Blay was on one of the trips too when he didn't play. This is different. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> totally kidding. Um, that was so that he could go home to St. Louis. No, I know. That was the only reason he was on that trip. Mm-hmm. But um, no, Strom is on the trip with them. Like I said, they honored him by missing six open nets. Um, yeah. He's going to most – I would think he's going to play tomorrow. He'll definitely play by Friday. Mm-hmm. So when Kako does eventually come back, he's not even practicing yet, which means he's at a minimum of two more weeks away from seeing a game. So you're talking right. mid-April at this point in which we'll have, what, six games left? Mm-hmm. A, you're going to have to kick someone out of the top nine, which I'm not kicking out Goudreau. I'm not kicking out Fatrano, and I'm not kicking out Kopp. From the right side, assuming right. those are the three right wings. Correct. The left side obviously is cemented. He's not a center. And I don't see a reason to have Kako play on my fourth line. That's not his role. So I don't see a path. And having him sit in a press box doesn't make much sense. Can he go to Hartford? Of course he can. I thought the Hartford – well, I think – can he go to Hartford? Because I heard the rosters are frozen, but that's is that just for the playoffs? Just for the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, he can go down there and play. Okay. All right. Listen, I, I I don't know. He's been up here now three years. I don't know if he's played too many games to go down to Hartford. Do we know? I don't think there's any right? anybody can go uh, down to Hartford. I think it's just age wise. It's only the. No, um, I think it's games played. I think it's games played. I I, I don't know for sure because I I think after if you have to play certain amount played. of games in Wade the Redden AHL. played in the AHL. He had a, we went on waivers though. Oh, you Wade have to Redden waive the player. You think in order for them to play down there? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to speak out of place. Yeah. But we'll I've never heard of any on restriction on the AHL other than Canadian kids that aren't 20 years old yet. No. If you go – well, let's, Jared Tenorni went down. He had to go through waivers. You know, I mean, why do you think Hayek and Godier are on this freaking team? Because they have to go through waivers to, to get down there. Oh, so it's Kako waiver exempt. Stint. Right. Okay. I mean, I don't know if Kako's waiver exempt anymore. Right. I don't okay. know. We'd have to That's try to true. see if we can find that out. But. That is true. I mean, what he should do, which I don't know if the Rangers would do. I mean, they'd be, they would behoove them to do this, mm-hmm. is to send him down there and let him get a conditioning stand and let him fucking skate hundred games so he's ready to play. Now, is, do, I mean, it's it, not like he's 30 years old and has, you know, you know 500 NHL games experience. No, he's I never mean, experienced any of this before. Games. But he's, ne- he's played 100 games, but he's never experienced what he's about, what, what we're going through right now. No. And listen, frankly, he's not a part of this group right now either. It's no. been three months. No. 
No. So all these guys, the bond that's that's come because I mean these guys in five games are bonding together. First of Absolutely. all, Cop has a relationship with half the team. Vetrano has a relationship mm-hmm. with half the team. Matza Pitbull. Matza Pitbull. These guys are forming a bond because they're winning close, tight playoff type games where they're playing for each other. And the the longer that this goes, the tighter that group is going to become. And Kako's on the outside looking into that group. Right. That does not mean he's not part of the future here. No, absolutely not. But I I and every and listen, it's it's not just like this is my opinion and this is what I think should happen. Everything that we have heard Gallant say is that it's what's best for the team, not the mm-hmm. individual. Remember when Georgiev wanted to play more games? It's what's right. best for the team, not the individual. Ryan Reeves sitting. Ryan Reeves sitting. Why isn't Lafreniere doing this? What's best for the team, not the individual? It, it's been the motto since day one. And Drury made the moves to fill his role. He did. Cop and Vetrano. Right. right. That's it. He Either he knows more than we. Three guys, that, that says a lot. Either he already knows that there's a good chance Kako's not coming back this year physically, like because of mm-hmm. you know whatever his injury is. Right. Or he's said it to himself that, listen, this is what I'm going to roll with. And he's depth at this point for this year. Right. It's a lost season. Right. Well, it, it, you know, you, you, from this perspective, what is he worth next, next this offseason, Kako? What are you giving him as a contract? What I gave Hedl. What, what they gave Hedl. Two point three million. Yeah. Okay. No, that sounds. A, that's uh, that's what I would say. But you know, you and I sit here and talk about a million contracts. Unless that were listen, always unless, too low. unless he wants to get locked up, which I mean, it wouldn't make sense for him to go they more than two years. Cannot afford to give these guys long term deals. That sucks. You know, you know, you can't you can't lock yourself into these guys because, or you give him five million. For five years or whatever it is, or eight and he years, turns into seven a seventy, years, and he turns into a seventy-point player. You're paying but him five sure, million, but you can, you only have eleven. You have eleven and a half million dollars right. in cap space. You need a backup goalie. You need a second line center. You're right. You you can't do it. You it sucks. But this is the problem with this league for numerous reasons. You give money. You give big money to guys out of their entry level contract. Well, this is where we stand. Right. So, right, which they, and you, you which, can't say you, you can't say Fox doesn't deserve it. He's third in the league in points. Has he been fantastic? As good as he was last year? No, at times he hasn't. But his workload is diminishing. He right. has been better. I say he's been better the last two games. We're gonna. I'm, I've said this. I was thinking about this on my on on my way on my way home today, and I was saying I'm thinking to myself, there are guys on this team right now that we love, who are fan favorites that will not be on this team in two seasons. Because you have to pay Lafreniere, you have to pay Miller, Kako, and the list goes on and on. Yep. And you're not getting rid of Kreider, you're not getting rid of Panarin, you're not getting rid of Trubin, you're not getting rid of Zabinijet. Right. So who who's out? So I, listen, I, I give Drury credit. Go for it. The team is hot. Igor's having a, a, a magical season, and that's own it. Igor, Igor was the reason to go for it. It was. He's 26. He's not a kid. No. And like I and I agree with you about Kako. I think I think they should just let him come back, and if so, they let him skate. I think he right. should go down to Hartford. I don't think he will, but he should go down to Hartford and, and just play a couple of games. You don't think he will? You, at, wet? you think his like he has a craft soft style attitude or not something at all? Like that? No, right. Neither do I. So why I, don't you think he I, would go down? I just don't know if the Rangers will do that. I just don't. They just they 
you know, they, he struggled for two years and they didn't send him down. Now, I understand they were rebuilding. But they had a spot I'm gonna for see, him. I'm going to look to see if he's waiver exempt. Okay. But they had a spot. Um, this is a little different. There's no spot for him. Right. And I think if it just comes down to him being a healthy scratch or playing hockey. Right. Like if they say to him, listen, you know, if, if you go to if you go down there, you're going to be better prepared for when for when you do get a call. It's the playoffs. Very, very rarely does someone play every single playoff game. There's always going to be injuries. There's always going to be a situation. And if he's able to get himself back into the lineup for something and 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 plays well, he may stick. He's played 151 games. I don't know if I got to look up exactly the parameters as far as whether he's waiver he, exempt. Whether you're waiver cap friendly should have whether he's waiver exempt. It doesn't right here. No. I mean, from what I can tell, he's not. If someone can tweet at us, either me or Rock, let us know if um, if he's waiver exempt. If you if you can find that information, he's not. He's not. Keandre Miller is, and Braden Schneider is. Okay, so then there's your answer. So he would need to answer. go down on a conditioning assignment. He would have to go down on a contingent uh, conditioning stunt. So, there's your, I mean, listen, I I I would if it were me. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I I understand you want to play, you want to play in the NHL, but if you want to me, if you want to get in this lineup, either you go down there. They're playing meaningful games down yeah, there. Yeah, of course. They're playing meaningful games down there. Go down there, play top line minutes. Top power play, top this. Top, top power play, penalty top kill. everything. Right. And be ready if this team needs you. Right. Because let's be honest. You got to be in game shape to come up t- here and one play. One of these top six guys goes down. He's the call. He's playing. Right. You're not putting – you're not putting – I mean, maybe I shouldn't say that. You're not putting <laughs> you're not, Why on earth would they put Dryden Hunt in that spot? <laughs> I'll tell you, if that – listen, if that guy could finish – he would be a millionaire. And he scored He'd 50 goals in, in juniors. 50. That shows you how 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 meaningless Tyronning's 50 goals was in the WHL. Right. And Lane Ulmer. If you remember that guy. Uh, um, yeah. And listen. It, Jeff Ulmer. No. Well, there was a Lane oh, Ulmer. I remember Jeff Ulmer. Rangers. Jeff Ulmer, too. But yeah. there was a Lane Ulmer that played for the Rangers, uh. and he scored like 60 goals in juniors. <laughs> he played one game You have game to have some Rangers. semblance of a scoring touch to score 50 goals in juniors. Yeah, and he John has zero was scoring guy touch. Was a, yeah, John Tripp was another guy that scored a ton of goals in freaking juniors. But zero. He's so bad with the puck, like uh, the shooting with the puck. He's you want, you want to hear an interesting stat today, and this is completely random. Mike Knubel scored two hundred and fifty-one goals after the age of thirty. Yeah, his whole career was pretty much after thirty. Is that incredible yeah. to you? He was like a just journeyman, like bottom six guy. Well, he played then, Sean. He played with Peter Forsberg, yeah. and he played with Joe Thornton. But what what do we say? Great players right. make good to average guys better, and that just that is the perfect example of a guy who's able to. Not everybody can play with a great player. Right. It just goes to show you how great he was. Speaking of which, did I read the stats correctly? Is Brian does Brian Rust have fifty points in like forty games? He probably does, but he plays with Crosby, right? He's all, all that, all so that he's guy. he's a hundred point player now. I don't, I'm gonna look it up. I don't. I don't. That's a great question. I don't know. I didn't know if the the, the stat was wrong. <laughs> um, that he's got ten he's more one points. Of the, he's one of those played. guys that's gonna. He's gonna go to an Ottawa or to when a shit team, mm-hmm. and he's gonna fall off a cliff like Connor Sherry did. Right. They, these guys leave Pittsburgh. Yeah, right like down, the, like right the Patriots. The Someone leaves the Patriots, then wind up sucking wherever they go after they've yeah. gotten their money. That's. Uh, that seems to be the way it goes, right? So Brian Rust has in 
He has 55 points in 45 So he's a 105-point player now. That's who Brian Russ is. When you think Brian Rush, you think 100-point player. Dude, I don't – I mean, he's having a – I mean, he had 56 points in 55 games two years ago. How old is this guy? I mean, he's going to get fucking paid, bro. He's going to get shit. fucking paid. Third-round pick. He's 5'11". He is – he's 29. He'll be 30 May 11th. Not bad, right? Crosby is going to make him a very rich yes. man. Better buy Crosby. Very son. rich man. But that's what elite talent does. And look, listen, look at Cop recently. He's playing with Panera. Look how he's racking up points. Yeah. <laughs> right? But Great listen, he, he played with Shifley. He played with uh, Nick Ehlers. Like he's, play, he's always played with talent. He's only, he, I think he's the last set two to have years a career year points. Figuring that it's a contract year, yeah, right? Obviously. But no, I've been impressed. I've been impressed with What did you think of him in the middle tonight? I thought he played good. I thought he played better than he did against Buffalo. I thought he. I thought he struggled against Buffalo, but I know I thought he played well tonight. And then I, he. Won, I mean, he won that key faceoff, which was huge. After getting his on ass kicked goal. on faceoffs all night. Well, listen, Pittsburgh's a phenomenal. They're probably the best faceoff team in, in the game. But that's why they keep icing the puck. It took it, it took Joe and Sam how many times for them to fucking actually mention it. it took it took them uh, an intermission for them to come back and realize. Well, you know, Sam, they they win every fucking faceoff. That's yeah. why they can ice the puck nine times in a period. Yeah. That's why they just kept icing it because it's all right. We'll put just win the faceoff. They put on a Ranger jersey and, and they become inept in winning faceoffs. It's, it's supposedly Goudreau was a great faceoff guy too. A good one, not not great. He was always around forty nine to fifty one percent, right? Yeah, roughly fifty percent. Well, what's what's a great faceoff guy? Does fifty five, sixty percent of their faceoffs, fifty five and up. I think is a great. All right, face-off so if you guy. win fifty, that's not a good. That's not a oh, that's very good, good faceoff guy. Yeah. You win half. For us, it's fantastic. When Heedle's winning 40%, 41% of his I would love to right? know like deeper face-off stats, like someone's percentage, defensive zone, defensive offensive zone, zone neutral offensive zone. zone. Yeah. yeah, me too. Because I've always noticed like, you know, I always know, I only notice the offensive and the defensive zone face-offs. I don't really focus on the right. neutral zone and the centerized face-offs. I don't. Because to me, they're, they're you know, they're a coin to us. Right. But on a power play or a penalty kill, winning a, a defense or an offensive zone face-off. crucial. It's, it's, it's huge. Especially to a huge. team like Pittsburgh who runs how many plays off faceoffs. Right. Washington who what'd runs think, how many plays off faceoffs. What do you think face-offs? of Malkin, Malkin's little dirty fucking hit on Zabinijad with two minutes left? In front of the net? No, on the, on the boards when he jumped up and freaking bashed his face. I didn't even realize. Board. I would think I was in such a fucking panic. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll or about us missing open it. nets. Someone, I'll, I'll, tag you. I'll tag you in it. Yeah, please. And you can look at it. Someone posted it on Twitter. He's such a scumbag. He's a good player, but he's such a fucking dirty I like bastard. I like him. Oh, I, I listen. I, I like, like him more than Crosby, yeah. but he he can be dirty. He can be dirty. He has a freaking mean good, streak in him. Good I, hockey I player. That's why I like him. Yeah, I was going to say, good hockey player. Yeah. But you got to be that way sometimes. But uh, I'm going to try to find it for you and send it over. But what, anything else you notice about tonight's game that, that, uh, that you know, you want to talk about? I just I love the speed and pace that we played with. Completely controlled the game. Limited shots. I thought up and down the line. This I honestly I just I love this team. Since that Devils game, all four lines click. They brought that ever Buffalo since they brought back Schneider back in. Either. Yeah, but when I, I still I still thought that all four lines were, were still going. 
I mean, Buffalo had two shots in the third period. They scored on one of them. Two shots. And you know Jeff fucking Skinner's scoring. Obviously. Every time. Was it death taxes and Jeff Skinner scoring yes. a goal? I mean, he's incredible. And he was cold. I think I think we won three games in a row where he didn't he's, score against us. There are just certain guys yeah. that when you, we play them, mm-hmm. it's just a full gun. Brian Boyle's Brian another, Boyle's another he's one. He's killed us for years. He's killed us for years. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear Blue Shirt Underground's next episode where Jim can oh go God, off on Brian, Brian Boyle. Boyle. <laughs> yeah. They did that like episode a, a day too early. I, I, for the life of me, <laughs> I don't understand why Jim does not like him. He scored some big goals oh, I for love his Brian team. Boyle. He played fantastic in the playoffs. He made no money. <laughs> I don't know what to say. He's fourth line, fourth line player. Yeah. I've never understood why he doesn't like him. Never understood it. I mean, there's a million other guys on these teams that that I can honestly say that I couldn't stand. Right. And and that's not just it's not, not this has nothing to do with him, but. This fan base fixates over the over the fourth line players and the, and the sixth, seventh defensemen more than any other fan base. It's incredible. Meanwhile, guys can go on, you know, pay them millions of dollars and they're not scoring goals. Oh, but he plays a good two hundred foot game. Well, that's not what he's fucking paid for. And according so, according to Sam, I mean, Patrick Nemeth has become like the best player on the team. It really, he sees okay. him all over the ice. Get that trade value. He sees him everywhere. He's in front of the net. Tonight? He's in the Did corners. He's playing D. He's playing center. Every time Filipino goes to get the puck, he thinks it's Nemeth. <laughs> oh he sees God. the two. <laughs> well, he's doing. Is he doing those games live? Yeah, they're, the there. they're there. They're oh, there. They're there. They're there. Okay. It's been going on for like three or four games. Yeah, he's, he's, it's been rough. It's like it's clearly Heedle that gets the puck. Like just look at the positioning. It's Heedle. You know what though? I, I've said this a thousand times. If Sam had JD still or a color guy that one yes, like, was was a Ranger player who can tell us stories and tell us history about the team, mm-hmm. and two didn't constantly repeat himself, I think he'd be better. How great was it having Dave between the glass? Like, what was He's it fantastic. two games ago? Yeah, I, the one thing with him, I like him. He's always. I mean, he's always negative. Like, there's no, there's never, there's never any. Good. Positives with him. Good. It's he has to like offset. The you know the the the. Uh, I know, but you got You got to mix it up a little bit. It can't all be all be Grim Reaper stuff. When you listen on the radio, it's not always Grim Reaper because it's no, his production. And, and what I love about him is his passion. When the Rangers score, he lends out that high that high scream. Yeah. I love that shit. So I'm there's a great Dave Maloney story. So uh, my buddy Brian and I were coming back from Lake Placid from a hockey tournament. Rangers are playing Philly, 2014. Brad Richards gets tripped or something happened. Here come the New York Rangers. It's Grabner alone. Grabner. Yeah! <laughs> I love that. Good call. But he's fucking losing his shit. He's like, oh, I can't believe this. He goes, all right, Dave, all right, Dave we got to go to commercial. All right, go to a commercial. I need to sit down. <laughs> he, I love his passion. I used to be convinced he was drunk I wish during he games. Fucking, I wish he was the TV guy. Yeah. I just don't understand. I, I know we, I've, I've talked about it's this. It's so far times. gone; it's never going to change. Sean, yeah. but why? Why can't this fan base revolt and say we want a Ranger as our color guy? It is the only team in in sports that has a St. Louis Blue as their color guy. What are we doing with the fucking New York Rangers? We're an original six franchise, and you have a St. Louis Blue as your color guy. Who was the Islander color guy before that? 
Right, this was, guy have a lifetime contract? He was, he was just an MSG company man. It's bullshit. Ken Danico does the devil game. Right. Butch Goring does the fucking – and I hate Butch Goring, by but the way. But he's – if you were an Islander fan, you would love him. But Exactly. Right. You have Joe Micheletti? You have nobody else? It's terrible. It's a disgrace. If that's a Tikkan and could speak English, he'd be out, you know, he'd be out you know, Butch Goring in the, in the booth. And the <laughs> next thing, can we fucking hear Chris Drury's press conference? He spoke, hasn't terrible. spoken to the media since, since before the season started. You can't throw something on MSG. Throw it on the internet. Throw it on MSG.com. We, we can't hear what this guy says. It's by design. He's he, Listen, his mentor is Sather. It's ridiculous. His mentor is Sather, and Sather never spoke to the media either. Sather spoke after every trade deadline, after this end of the season, and at the draft. He always spoke those times. And I honestly thought Gordon and Davidson were starting to talk to the media more. They were. And they were back right behind the Iron Curtain they again. They were. Oh, Gort, Gordon and Davidson were great with the media. They gave, they right gave a lot of access. They were behind the Iron Curtain again. We can't even hear what our GM has to say. We got to we got it. And listen, the B riders did a, did a fantastic job, you know, articulating stuff. Right. But I want to hear it from the freaking guy's mouth. He, he, yeah, how can you not have that? How can you not broadcast that? Well, let us listen to the fucking Zoom call. Right. What are they hiding this from? It was a fantastic trade deadline. I wanted to right, hear take what my your GM bow. had to say. Take your bow. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Right. I don't know what. What this fan base, the problem, what this fan base needs to do to make this, this, these, these play. Toronto, they have a, to Canada. If you, if you're a hockey guy, you move to Canada because they have a press conference when someone farts. Yeah. We can't even have a press conference when we get players in and hand them their jersey anymore. That whole thing is over. Remember when they got Eric Lindros? It's a huge thing. Messier, Bore. We get Brad Richards, huge free agent signing. No press conference. I, I mean, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I, I know we bitched about this yeah. at the beginning of the year. I just don't understand. You own a network. Instead of putting a fucking gambling show on that oh, for the 50th time. Terrible. Can you please give us more? Give us more. The team is in, in second place in the league. And you would think they were fucking losing with the amount of lack of We still haven't had a beginnings. Has. Or any of those shows on any of these guys? Nothing. They do nothing. All we have is gambling and that stupid MSG PM bullshit oh. where we got we got guys were pronouncing Jim uh, – uh, what was I say? Jim Carrey. Carrey Price is name wrong. I mean how do you pronounce I Carrey Price? I, I just wrong? don't understand. what. Who are they trying to grab? I don't know. Look, look across the street to SNY. SNY is great programming on all the time. All the time during during football season, Jets are on every single day. During baseball season, baseball night in New York is on every single day for the Mets and Yankees. MSG, all you have is you have your two sports, and the Knicks suck. But they even for the Knicks, they the don't Knicks do anything. Draw more than the Rangers, but even though. for the Knicks, they still don't do anything. There's no programming for it other than the game, you know, pre-game, game, oh. post-game. That's it. Good night. That's it. I don't get it. I, I don't. I don't get it. They have five channels. You're it. taking up five channels on my cable box. Do something with it. They used to have the Hockey New York show. But you know what the problem is, Sean? With Twitter and social media the way it is now, people want things right away. They but don't do productions. TV show. Do productions. Yeah, that know. beginning do show beginning was good. Anymore. It was good. You got to know these guys. You got to know their family. Right. Derek the only reason I know fucking 
uh, Dan Girardi's kid's name is Landon. It's from that fucking show. Right. <laughs> right. You know, watching him play, uh, you yeah. know, foot hockey. They as play a those once in a while. We get to see the Mark Stahl one from, you know, 15 right, years ago. Right, from 15 ago. years ago. We have all these yeah. guys. You did such a job. I mean, you can't stop putting Keandre Miller's face on, on things. Do a beginnings on him. Let's learn about his family and shit. Right. And no, where he came I, up I listen, in St. Paul. I agree with you. Hopefully they'll start again. I mean, maybe the team needs to start getting. Maybe good that's again. part of why I don't love. I don't like having a, an affection for anybody yet, other than the playoff. We haven't been in a playoff war yet with these guys, but I know nothing about them. That's the that's the issue. That's the issue. You know, and, and Igor. You know, the fact that there's that language barrier thing with him. He's he, you know really. He's endured himself to the fans, right. but I don't think it's at the, the Henrik Lundqvist. And he's having a better season than probably Hank ever had. Right. You know, statistically, mm-hmm. um, he's on a great team. Hank carried teams that probably had no business. Well, according to the winning. NHL, I mean, that's what he's doing. He's carrying a bad team. Oh, and he had a horror. You know, he had he's played badly, but the teams let he's had, the teams hung him out to dry how many fucking games. Right. But we don't we don't look at that part. We only look at his his numbers. You know, he's supposed to stop, uh, you know, uh, Dawson Mercer on the doorstep with no one in the in the remote vicinity of him. Right. But uh, listen, I don't get it. I, I love MSG. I'm a Dolan supporter in the sense where he want he spends every dime to make the team win. Do I like a lot of the shit he does for the season ticket holders? No. I don't like that he that he treats the season ticket holders like shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, not him specifically. The no, it's, it's the garden. There's no there's no loyalty to that to that. There's no yeah. rhyme or reason to anything they do. Um, all we keep doing is raising ticket prices and we don't get anything extra. You get you less. Know, and I, we we used less. to get gifts exactly. every year. Oh God. I used to get every year. When, they would, get, they would send you frame. Showing, I got a gift every time, every month they were sending me something, blankets. Right. And I got a paint can one year loaded with like gifts and shit in it, a, a t-shirt, you know, now blue, I, I have uh, to go to MSG to pick up this, uh, Hank bobblehead set that I reserved. What? Mail it to me. What the hell did I got to walk around with this thing for? Mail it to me. Yeah. I used to mail us shit all the time. They stopped like yeah, three years ago. I don't want to spend the fucking postage anymore. Since that stupid bootleg fucking yearbook they gave us with freaking Lafreniere, a picture of the of the of the TV screen of Lafreniere <laughs> in the fucking yearbook. Did you see that? I gave it to my nephew. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm going to find it for you, and I'm going to take a picture and send it to you. They took so. So there's a picture of Lafreniere putting on the Ranger jersey. Yeah, it's a picture of the it's fucking a picture screen. Of the TV. They couldn't even. T- Are you? They, you couldn't get a photographer. <laughs> Someone take a fucking picture for you. COVID. They couldn't get anybody in there. They, they, one of his parents couldn't take a picture while he's putting the jersey on. It's a Canadian camera. Oh, maybe. <laughs> it was a loony. Anyway. No complaining. We're, we should be riding a high. But the MSG thing. I, I'm I'm just frustrated because I want more. Yeah. I want more hockey shit. You know, I I mean the twenty and thousands of people are like us. This isn't just us. That shit. This isn't what? just us. There's thousands of people clamoring for this. When people don't complain, don't the problem is stop, the complaints stop fall on about the wrong shit. Call up, tweet the Rangers, tweet MSG, tweet them. Tell them we want more. Tweet Chris Drury. I don't know if you know if he has a Twitter. I know he had a Facebook at one point, <laughs> but. We need to. We need to get. We need. I know this will never happen. I know me and three other season ticket holders who every single year complain to you know have our emails sent up the chain. 
about the fact that Frank Boucher, Lester Patrick, and Brian Hextall are, are still not honored anywhere in the building. And, and Bill Cook, still not honored anywhere in the building. Nothing's changed. It's been five years that I've been doing it. That I, well, I assume that some of them do it longer. But Well, Sean, Sean made a great point. Sean McCaff made a great point. It's admitting a wrong all these years later. And who, at this point, right. you and I care. But you think, uh, you know, Timmy, you know, who's, uh, you know, 17 years old, do you think he cares about Frank Boucher? No, it's, it just goes like back I to said, the whole – they show that – the last game I went to, they showed pictures on the screen. Ching Johnson, you know, Muzz Patrick, Murray Murdoch, they showed them all. Right. 90% of that fan base could not pick Ching Johnson out of a lineup. No, 100%. 100%. So 99.9% of the fan base. Nobody couldn't. cares at this point. I, that's, the, that's the problem. Emil Francis should have a friggin' yeah, banner. Yeah, Cat should have something. In, yeah, I agreed. It's it's ridiculous, but at this point, this those those guys those people are not going to Ranger games anymore. Those are our, our parents' age; they're not going to games, you know, as much as they used to. Well, they had to start changing because the Garden has 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 had a lot of empty seats this year, despite the fact that they're playing really well. They are changing, Sean. They're changing because now they're starting to honor people while they're still relevant. Who? Hank Lundquist. And I'm telling you right now, I'm in mark my words. If 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 they win a cup, or if Kreider breaks Yager's record, and if Kreider finishes third all time in goals, he may have his number retired too. It's got to be a cup involved. If there's if there's a cup involved with him, yes, I think there's a. There's He's a already good the all time goal scorer per season in Ranger history. He just passed uh, Steve Vickers by a drafted Ranger. Oh, by a drafted Ranger. By a drafted Ranger. Hundred hundred years. Hundred years. So there's there's a stat called adjusted goals, which I'm assuming I, I could be wrong. I'm obviously newsflash, guys. I don't like analytics, <laughs> but I was looking at Kreider goals goal stats in franchise history and stuff like that. Right, and I came across adjusted goals. So I'm assuming that that goes as like a goals per game or goals per game compared to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Anyway. Bottom line is Bill Cook has like five of the top seven adjusted goals seasons in oh, Ranger history, and he only played fifty games what? a season. Right, like he was like he was basically the essentially a sixty goal scorer. He's still he's there's still records he holds years later. Right, I mean, doesn't he hold most hat tricks as a Ranger? He might. I mean, you're talking about seventy years ago, and he's not recognized. The problem is, is who who from Bill's Cook family are you going to invite back? His great 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 grandson. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you I don't know how you do it. The only way they can do this exhume the bodies is by exhume doing them. a Ranger Ring of Honor. You right. honor all those guys: Francis, excuse me, the Cook brothers, Boucher, Muzz Patrick, Murray Murdoch, Davy Kerr, Brian Hextall. Lauren Cabot, all all those guys from back then, um, Chuck Rayner, Gump Worsley, all those guys. But then you also honor Dugay, you honor Greshner, you honor Steve Vickers, you honor Dugay. Well, I'm just throwing guys Dugay's out there. Footnote. I'm just making I'm just making a discussion. Greshner, just yes. throwing people out there as a ring of honor. He was a fan favorite. People liked him. 
I would throw Thomas Sandstrom in there if it were me. Um, I would throw, you know, certain guys. Certain James guys Patrick would get, would get the nod James over. James Patrick, 100%. Either of those guys. I've, and we've talked about this. Yeah. He is by far, the, to me, in my opinion, in my lifetime, the most shunned Ranger. Yeah. He played 12 seasons for the Rangers, and he was 12th all-time in points. And he's completely unrecognized. Yep. But whatever. It is what it is. We got to have Sean on to go more deeper into this. Maybe we'll have him on you know, in the offseason. Yeah, we can a, talk about everything. Mm-hmm. He told he mentioned something that he did. He mentioned that something about Jobert didn't want Boucher's number retired. Really? He mentioned something like that. We'll have to get some more clarification okay. on that if he even knows. Because, I mean, they both wore seven. So maybe that's what it was. I mean, I don't know if that's a rumor, if he has some, some uh, inside info on that. But listen, the history thing is definitely an issue, and we can talk about it to a blue in the face. Right. But whoever listens to this show, we got to get it out there. We we got to get more out of this out of this um, out of this team. We need more. We need because every generation uh, that Rangers. passes, every generation that passes, it's it's less and less likely that these guys are recognized. They're not. We're, I, I me and you are forty one years old. You know, guys that are twenty right now. You know what? Do they know any, anything about these people? Like, if you're the, a Ranger, the only way you know about these guys you is if you're a Ranger historian. Right. And I've got diehard Ranger fans that I that are friends of mine that I'm sure don't know who these guys are. Right. And I'm sure you are the same. And I'm, yeah. I'm bet you my father, who's been a Ranger fan f- for 50 years, doesn't know who some. They know he knows the name, but if you put a picture of him up, he won't know who he is. Phenomenal dancer, by the way, your father. Yeah, phenomenal dancer, <laughs> Fred Astaire, right? <laughs> Fred Astaire. My wife, my wife was enamored with Rock's father, watching him dance on the dance floor. Told him everything he knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I got to get this out of the way. So I'm I'm at Rock's daughter's uh, first birthday party. So this is where, this is where I saw the father dancing, and so Rock takes the microphone, and I'm like, all right, let's. He's got a public speak here. Gives a nice quick thank you to everybody. It was very nicely done. Uh, but I go to my wife and I go, that's the least amount of words I've ever seen him say. I go, you know, I wasn't drinking. I go, <laughs> if someone had asked him while he had that microphone to talk about the, the Bob Probert Taidomi fight, he would have talked for a half an hour with that microphone. Definitely. 100%. My <laughs> wife would have killed me, but I definitely would have happened. I'm like, he is not she short for words, but that thank you, oh. that thanks for coming was real quick. I know. <laughs> I didn't have I didn't drink that day specifically because I knew uh, I had to do a lot of stuff. But also, she says to me, "How come you remember things from from you know nineteen whatever blah yep. blah blah about the Rangers, but you don't remember blah this this and this that I told you two, yeah. two minutes ago?" I said, "I said, what does it happen? Your long your short term memory goes first. Yeah. Is that what it is?" My wife my <laughs> wife calls me autistic. Oh God! You always say, "Oh, I'm always on the spectrum." That's, that's one of the first things she said. Are you on the spectrum? That's all I get. Oh yeah, that's all I get with this. Well, that's that's why we're crazy. That's all. That's actually what this. That's actually what these sessions are called between us. She'll ask me what time, what time, what day, and what time are you doing autism? That's actually what this is called in my house. Sorry to anyone who is actually autistic. That's not meant with any malice. We'll have to start a fun for everybody. It's not meant with any malice. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Some of the most brilliant people. This is very true. Look at Elon Musk. So what else we got? You want to you want to talk about uh, just a little bit more? Give Jury a grade for uh, for the trade deadline. 
I give. I mean, give him an A. Is there anything? A hundred. I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess we talked about it a lot. But he yeah, gave I, up I nothing of substance. Morgan, ba- Morgan Barrett. Uh, Let's talk about Morgan Barrett yeah. for a second because you and I were both very high on him. You know, but without I seeing him play, we were high on him. We were high on him based off reputation. Like you weren't watching well, his college games, neither was I. No, but I mean, we did watch. We did watch him play. I don't think he played poorly. You think he played bad in the games he played in? No, I didn't think he played bad. I thought he was Brett Howden, but I didn't think Brett Howden played bad. So it was yeah. just is what it is. He listen. He was. Okay. He didn't do anything. He didn't fuck up. Okay. He was vanilla. That doesn't mean he doesn't have a future. He could. The thing the thing that just made me laugh was they have zero center death. And they, just and they traded, traded the one. Center. All right. Wait. Who the hell is playing center in Hartford? Next year? I mean, Ryder I know Korsak. they're trying to get this kid from UMass, this Italian kid. No, yeah. I tied uh, Brad. Uh, what the hell is his last name? Tree. Trigonino, something like that. Yeah, Trevino. Trevino. Something like that. Joe Beningo. I mean, yeah, right. From the town of Italia Studios. Another sellout. (laughs) Um, You know, he uh, – listen, if you're a center, you're a young NCAA center, (laughs) you may have a chance to play for the Rangers next year. They have zero – I just – Well, that's why they got to sign Evan Veerling. So Veerling was a fifth-round pick. A couple of years ago, he was having a really good – he was hurt when he was drafted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's having a really good year. He's having a point-per-game season in juniors right now for Barry in the OHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's unsigned and his rights expire this year if he's not signed. Sign him. So he I'm should be sure signed. Sign him. They have Ryder Korzak already signed. It was a second-round right. pick a couple Jay of years Grube. ago. I think uh, Jay Grube yes. is another guy that, yep. that they're looking at. Korzak's played well. Korzak's played really well. Oh, Grub is someone I, I, that, that fascinates me because – Who's that? Jay, Jay Grubb, Jaden Grubb. Oh, yeah. He's big. Like, he's everything like you want for a bottom six center. He's mm-hmm. big. He's physical. He's nasty. Like I don't, yeah. I don't care about what point production he puts up in juniors. Right. Everything that I'm still reading about him is that he is still very physical and very nasty. And, he's a, and he is a center. Those you guys wind up wrong. having futures in the league. Right. And honestly, we don't need him to be – We right now, we do not need anyone to be in our top two. Right. We need guys to to, to to fill in the holes, you know. You know when these when these right. other players when we can't afford them because when these big contracts are on your books, you need young guys that have to step up and play. And he was a second round pick, so it's not like he was right. a sixth rounder. And you know, okay, he's a big body. He's not Adam Enstrom or someone like right. that. You know, they used a second right. round pick knowing they wanted grit and depth. Was he second or was he third? Second. Round? Was a second was round he? pick. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, what, we'll, what I was going to mention to you was maybe we'll have Steve on, um, you know, after the season, just to talk mm-hmm. about some of the prospects and see how they're doing, get his opinion in Russ, and kind of get some understanding. I've, I've been going back and forth a little bit with uh, the guy from Wolf, the Wolfpack, uh, Alex Thomas, who does uh-huh. the. Um, he said Brendan Scanlon actually is playing very well. Good. He said he's very solid defensively. He's played really well. You know, listen, even if the guy is not. A top six guy, a top four guy, if he can play in your bottom and he's cheap and he can play solid defense, it's, you know, you don't have to sign Patrick Nemitz of the world. If right. These guys can step up and play. And listen, we, we talked about this. Ryan Lindgren, as much as I love him, he's probably not going to get a third, a, a, sec, a third contract. I don't think so. I, his body, he, I think he's this, already I think wearing two down. Two more years and that's it. He's already wearing down, in my opinion. 
I've noticed a big difference in him the last couple months. Well, listen, let's, to be fair, I mean, they're playing a lot of games back to back to back. So is the rest of the league. And you see the rest of the league has struggled. Yeah. I mean, no one, I mean, no one's going on seven, eight, ten, you know, game winning streaks right now. Boston is. I mean, I know Boston just <laughs> came off one, but now they just lost two straight. Yeah. So, I mean, everyone's kind of these ebbs and flows of the season. Right. I, I I don't know. I don't know if it's fair to really judge anyone until they get the schedule back to way that the way it was. And then we'll see what happens. But I, think, but I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. But, but, but that's, I, I want to see. I want to see that. That's three million that may need to be uh, freed Absolutely. up at some point. Absolutely, absolutely. Because you got to figure you're going to pay Miller, and Miller can is is going to wind up moving up and being a top pair. And if side. Miller keeps putting up the offense he's putting up, he's probably going to get more than three million dollars. Yes. So you're going to have to figure that out. Right. So maybe eventually, I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if Miller and, and Fox will ever play together because I don't think they complement each other well. I think what complements Truber and, and Fox is that Truber's – I'm Truber has offense, but I would say he's a little bit more of a stay-at-home guy than than Miller. But that they've become I, the number one defensive pairing, Miller and Truber. They're they're taking right. the assignments, and right. they're playing the most. They're playing the most minutes now, and they need to. I think it gives Fox. I don't think Fox has been a hundred percent since he's he came not. back. Even tonight, he can't, he can't move. 100%. He can't move. Lindgren had a couple of maintenance days. He might be banged up yeah. too. Fox still can't that's move, man. That's the question. If this team can can lock up a spot or lock up home ice, maybe the last couple of games, you give, or the last game or two, you give these guys a, a break. Got to lock up home know. ice. I don't know what the right or wrong thing to do is. They I need home li- ice. I don't really know if I like sitting guys because – you know, then it, I, I don't know. No. I'm kind of I'm kind of torn with that. But a game, maybe, and also how many days off is there be- before game one of the playoffs? Right type thing. I'm assuming they're going to start right away. Right. I don't. I mean, I don't know if there's games that need to be made up at the end of the season. I did notice that the Western Conference needs to make up a shit ton of games. I mean, you got guys teams that have played 60, 65 games. I think only the Islands have played under under sixty some under sixty five games. But it's like Dallas and. Mm-hmm. Minnesota and Nashville, they all have played 64 games. Still? So, I don't know. We're at 67. The West, yeah, 64, 66, 65. East, everyone's right, so it's at 66. Not that big of a disparity. I thought, I thought it was bigger than that. In the East, everyone's between 66 and 68. The Islanders are, well, the Islanders play their 66 game, right? They're at 65. They They're playing tonight? They played tonight. Yes, yeah, so tonight's sixty six. Okay. Well, that might have already been updated. Oh, maybe. Because the game finished a while ago. Listen, we're in a good spot. We're in a really good spot. We can't really complain too much about stuff. And we can complain about the power play. They're giving up a power play goal every game. Every game. And I thought the penalty kill played really well tonight until the goal. Every game, Sean. But you every knew game. once that puck didn't get out, when it stayed on the line like that, you just all knew. Season. I, I, all season. Just knew. All season, but it's all night. I mean, all year. they were getting the puck deep in the in the in our offensive zone and clearing it back out, playing keep away. Yeah, I thought the I thought the the penalty kill tonight was great. Other than the goal, like literally up until that Again, shot, it's, it's, it was great. It's going to be a backbreaker. Yeah, you know, Buffalo had one power play the other night and they scored on it. You know, the Devils had hadn't scored. I mean, Sam, 
He's incredible. And I got to go back and look at the replay. Was it Fox that was trying to get Boyle out of there? I have to look. I don't remember. Small defenseman. But Boyle's on their power play? Was he on their power play? Oh, no. They was just on the goal. Oh, no, right. Crosby was, was the one who took the, the power play shot. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I, I wasn't sure if he was just in front screening, yeah. but I don't remember. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, they need to – they need to tighten that up. And you got all these guys that are great penalty killers. Right. It can't just be because Kevin Rooney's not playing. No, no, especially with all the guys the they pal- had. Their penalty kill's been shit since he's since he's gone. But it looked real but it looked really good tonight up until the goal. Like if that uh, puck goes one more luck. inch and is out of the zone, yeah. we're not talking luck. about this. Maybe it's just maybe it's just the luck. But I just feel they've given up a power play goal every single they have. game. They have. Right? Because they gave one up against Buffalo. Yep. They played Pittsburgh, that was a power play goal, right? The one goal they gave up Friday. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Power play goal. They gave up one against the Devils. Um, they gave up one against Anaheim. I don't remember the other other games. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. But you, you, you can't keep doing this. And they still have the eighth best penalty kill. Like, so what the hell is everyone, also everyone take, else? We also take too? a lot of penalties, so. <laughs> Are they still the number two power play? I'm not sure. I didn't. I didn't notice that tonight. I remember them mentioning that. So we have Detroit tomorrow. Uh-huh. Could have our future number two center on that team. Oh, Dylan Larkin. Mm-hmm. I know. Brooksy brought up him, too. You know, people were complaining. Not everybody. Some, some, a couple of people were complaining that he's already thinking about next season. This is what fans want. I'm guilty of it. Maybe not as much <laughs> as you. Of looking, you know, into the summer already while the season's still going on. It's a problem. Uh, once the deadline ended, I was all about today. Right. Yeah. Um, but he ain't wrong with this is what people want. Right. People, you know, if you're going to have a post plus thing and have a, have a paywall, people want to hear about rumors right. and trades and shit like that. You're they right. don't want anything else. That's what they want. That's what they want to hear about. You're right. So I can't knock him for that, but. The names out that are out there are are legitimate guys, and the Rangers have the the capital, the assets to make any trade happen if they wanted to. It's crazy. We got four games before next episode, yeah, yeah. including another post game show on, on Tuesday on next. Who do they play next Tuesday? Devils, Pittsburgh again. Devils, the Devils, the Devils. We have Detroit, the Islanders, the Flyers, and Devils. And and Sean, let's be fair. It's four Those wins. Are four non-playoff Those are teams. Four games you got to win. That's eight points. You think four and zero? Yes. Is that what you're thinking? Four and zero? Yes. I don't know. Four and zero. Yes. I'm saying I'm gonna say three and one. There's no back to backs. Tomorrow tonight. Tomorrow's a back. No, I'm saying for well, oh, that's true. That's true. Four, three and one. We're gonna lay an egg in one of those games. A, I hope they turn the corner. I hope they turned the corner. They had a two-goal lead tonight. They didn't close it up. after that. F- they played better from behind, though. Do you notice that? Is it me? They're down one nothing, And they came back again. Once they get a two-goal lead, they just take their feet off the gas every time. Every time. What, they had a two-goal lead they tonight, they took their foot lead. off the gas. They blow every two-goal lead that they have. Did you notice? Almost happened again tonight. Three, they, when they go up, when they get that third goal, they get that third goal. They're winning this game. It's when they score the two quickies, right? And they can't get that third goal. That's when they fall. But we do, we do, we lead the league and comeback wins. But Columbus is right behind us, so I don't know how. Yeah. If that, if that's, <laughs> a, that's a great stat. Columbus says we have twenty-two. 
or 23, they have 22. So, I mean, I'm not sure if that's a great thing. It's nice right. that you can come back, but it'd be nice to play with a fucking lead and blow some teams out. How about an 11-2 game in our favor? Could we have one game where they just kick the shit out of a team? And we could kind of like just sit back with our hands over our head and relax? No, 5-1 to one against Instead Pittsburgh. Instead of fucking sweating it out? That 5-1 to one against Pittsburgh, that's the best you're going to get. That, that probably. <laughs> probably. Um, so just looking at – Even that Dallas game where they came back. <laughs> they, kept, they kept getting another goal. They kept making it a one-goal game. You want to know something fucked up? What? So we have one, two, three, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. We have 15 games left. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many are against playoff teams? Half. Five. That's it? Well, Winnipeg's in there. No, a playoff team. We play, I know. Calgary. We play, not Calgary. We play Carolina one more time, right? Or two, two more, more times. times. Two more times. We play Boston one more. Yep. We play Pittsburgh one more. Yep. Washington. Yep. That's it, That's right? It. Those five? Canadians, Isles. Then we got two more against the Islanders, right? We got two, two against, against the, the Red Devils. Two against the Red Wings. Uh-huh. Two against the Flyers. Two against the Isles. We got Ottawa, Winnipeg, and Montreal. Ottawa's played well. Montreal's played well. I so badly. The Devils and the Islanders always give us a part of my planned time. opening today. <laughs> so fucked up. Part of my planned opening today with the Francesca was to do a, a uh, Melnick uh, eulogy, eulogy Francesca style. I didn't even know he was sick. Nope, I, I didn't hear about it publicly. I didn't even know he was sick. Sixty two years old. I was trying to think: should I go with the Tim Russert drop dead today uh, eulogy, or jeez, oh, <laughs> that was the worst one. <laughs> That's horrible. Stan Lee, what'd you think of him, Mike? Did you ever meet him? Who the hell Stan Lee? <laughs> Stan Lee. How do you know who Stan Lee is? I guess you're not a comic book guy. But he's oh, grow so up. <laughs> he said something like that when Monzo said it in his ear who he was. Invented Spider-Man. Oh, please. <laughs> but the guy that called in. <laughs> what do you think of him? Did you ever meet him? Because he always said he met everybody. <laughs> I like when he, when they called up about Chet Stedman. Uh, from Rookie of the Year. <laughs> what do you think of this guy, Chet Stedman? <laughs> I don't know. Is he pitching tonight? <laughs> oh. oh, my God. They got him so many times from falling asleep on the air. How he still had a job, man, I'm telling you. He, he, still he destroyed everybody in ratings. Even at the end when he came back. That's all reason he came back. Destroyed everybody in ratings. He was still must listen to. Even though he he... Did not get one prediction right the last three years he was on the air. Dog was better though. Well, him and Dog no, I liked Mike. And they I liked Mike by the... himself better than Dog. Really? Yeah. No, Dog yells too like much Dog. for me. I like that. I like the. I don't like part. the yelling. I liked when he. Uh, oh, can I have one one championship? One. Oh, uh, that that rant about the Giants. The Giants rant from yeah. just before they won. That was. Yeah. Because everyone like me, not you. You're a Yankee fan. Everyone like me, like all I have is the Ranger Cup. Like I have nothing else. Mets, Jets, I got nothing. Knicks, even yeah. when I was a big Knicks fan, nothing. So, what? Do, and do yourselves a favor. Google uh, Mad Dog's rant about uh, about the Giants, and it's like San Francisco, San Francisco Giants. Giants. It it spoke to every fan who just is just dying for that one 
that one shot at glory, that one championship. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets three in five years. Go fuck him. <laughs> Go fuck himself. But you know what? That that kind of took the wind out of his sails. He did. He, he admitted things. it. Like he wasn't as fiery anymore. He said he said I, I, I'm not nearly as passionate about the Giants anymore after that. After the third one. He, because well, I still watch, I still care, this. but it's not the it, same. It was a long time ago. It was obviously a long time ago. It was, it was more it was almost 30 years ago when the Rangers won their last cup. Right. But and we were didn't kids. you do you remember we were kids, but was there some form of level of satisfaction? At that point, yes. Did you still have the same hunger to to win another cup after that one, or were you content? No, I was. Do you content. remember that feeling? Yeah, I was content. But yeah. I was. Was, it, was I it that I was content because I was also going like going through high school and there was just a lot more going on? Yeah. Like you know, high school, college came up, and then we weren't good when I was in college. So, you know, I still paid attention. I still watched, but it wasn't the same. It's not, it's not like it is now for me. Yeah, it just had other things going today's on. Just trying to get laid on a daily basis. Well, that's part, that's, <laughs> that's part of it. Uh, today's a tw- the twenty third anniversary of Gretzky scoring his last NHL goal. Was it against Wade Flannery? Eight hundred and ninety four, or was it his one thousand? His most his most goals in uh, of all time, like with combining playoffs and WHL and all that stuff. I still think it's the craziest stat of all time that if he never scored one goal, he would still lead the NHL history in points. I still think that's he has more goals. He has more assists than Gordy Howell has points. Yes, that's insane. And he's the all-time goals goal leader. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Ovi's going to catch him, but I think he will. It's it's going to be close. I don't think it's going to be it's close. Be close. As long as there's no more pandemics and stoppages or any shit like that, I don't. I I think he gets it. How is that fairly guy, How is that guy still fucking scoring? He doesn't need to move. I mean, he's got to slow down at some point. Who was it? It was Rupp. Rupp was talking about it. And he's like, He's got to slow down. You at some know point. it's coming and you can't stop. You, you can't stop it. You know it's coming. Everyone sees it. Everyone knows how to defend it. Does he have a lot of power play goals, though, this year? But he's scoring goals Ryan around has the net the most now. power play goals by far. He never used to score goals around the net. Now he's scoring goals around the net. He's going to the net a lot well, more. Like everyone said, I mean, you, they've, they've taken the the big defenseman of cross-checking in the back right. and all that stuff. They've taken that completely out. And that's – it's probably going to prolong Chris Kreider's career. He, yeah, he's a moose. In a lot of ways. Who can, no one can stop him. So let me ask you this. If he were to score 50 this year, you think he does it again next year? I think that now we could finally put the 30-goal hex away on him. I think he'll be a perennial 30-goal guy that we always thought he would mm-hmm. be. 50 special, man. I mean, very few guys have ever hit 50 twice. What are there, 20 guys in the history of the league that have done it twice? Twice? Well, there's a shit ton of guys in the 80s. That's uh, true. That's I think true. Rick Vibe scored 20 That's goal, true. 50 goals twice. All right, so post post uh, Dino Cicerelli. Post-lockout. Pat Verbeek. Post-lockout. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, because in, in today's down. in mo- modern day NHL, we'll have to look that up. That's yeah. actually a pretty interesting topic. Like how many guys have done it twice? Stamkos has done it more than once, right? Right. right. They're usually snipers. Um, Ovi. They're not guys. Crosby's that- never scored fifty, right? Who? Crosby's never scored fifty, right? I thought he did it Malkin? one time when he was younger. I think Malkin's done it. Trying to think, trying to think of guys that have scored fifty. Um. God. Uh, Corey Perry did Malkin? it once. Has. Has Matthews ever scored 50? Did he, he will this year. He will this year, yeah. but has he ever scored it before? No. 
Yeah, Cro- Crosby had 51. He did have 51. Yeah. Was that his only 50 goal season? Yeah. He had 44. Did Malcolm score 50? I'm getting to Malcolm now. Um, I'm trying to think who else in the last 20 years, 15 years. Um, Malcolm had. Yeah, Malcolm had 50. And 40, I know I'm missing somebody. 47. Big. Uh, well, Jonathan Chichu scored 50, but yeah. he only did it once. Um, Yager only scored 50. Well, you can't really count him because he was part of both both decades, both eras, I guess. Why well, do I feel like we're missing like an obvious one? We're missing a huge one. I know. I'm going to kick <laughs> ourselves for this. I don't know if uh, – Sagan, Sagan didn't get 50, right? He got tied 40. He might have gotten 50. Uh, did Jamie Benn score 50? I have to look that one up. Um, did Louis Erickson score 50? No, it wasn't but I'm just saying these guys. If they scored it, they scored it once. They didn't score it right. Stamkos and Ovi. Now, and you said Crosby only did it once. Sagan never got. Sagan just had four. How about Kane? How about Patrick Kane? Do you ever score fifty? Not fifty. He's always been an assist guy. Um. Oh wait, no, he may have had one year with fifty actually. No, nope, forty forty six. Um, I'm trying to think if we're, we're, I know we're missing somebody. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm thinking of guys, but I'm thinking of old guys that right. played in the '90s, like Sackick and 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 you know Iserman. I don't think. Peter but the Ford guys that have scored was, fifty, they're they're snipers, which Kreider is never going to be Nash, confused. Nash scored fifty. Didn't Nash score sixty? Rick Nash. He never scored. No. He didn't have one really really big season. He's never had fifty. Why did I think he had one no. really like heavy season where he scored a lot? In the forties, he had forty-one. Yeah, when, when he won the Rocket Richard, he, won, he had forty-one goals. Wow! He won the Rocket Richard with forty-one goals. Two thousand four. Well, Bore, Bore scored it. He had forty goals, one, two, he three times. Too. I know we're, we're missing people. I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, but you made a great point. There's not many guys that are going to do it more than right. once. So he's had. Did has Drysaddle and McDavid scored fifty? Did Leon do it them? last year? Panarin might have scored 50. Nope. Zabinijet probably would have no, scored Panarin's 50. No, Panarin's never scored close hot. to 50. No, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm thinking of Zabinijet. The, the year before, the year of lockout. Uh, Drysaddle had 50 in 2019, and he had 48 in 67 games last year. Wow. Wow. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You're right. I mean, 50 is a uh, – you might have five 50-goal scorers, though, this year. It's possible. McDa- you know, McDavid has never scored 50 – McDavid's never scored fifty because he never play. He doesn't play enough games. He had thirty three well, goals. He had thirty three goals in fifty six games last year. Wow. Well, last year doesn't count because he yeah. only played fifty six games. And then thirty four and sixty four the year before that. And then when he played all the games, he had 41, 41, and thirty. It's crazy. He's got two hundred thirty one yeah. goals already. He's twenty five years old. It's insane. He's gonna have a thousand points by 27, 28. So just speaking to him for a minute, at what point does he say to himself, "I want the fuck out of this place"? Think he ever says that, or you think he's just just so like chill that he's never gonna I, ruffle any feathers? Truthfully, the league does such a shit job of promoting their league. I don't know a thing about McDavid. I couldn't tell you one thing about him as a person. I don't know. I know he has a sick house. I know he has a sick house, <laughs> and he has the driveway where you you flip a switch and look at the stars of this league. Austin Matthews, you see his face everywhere. McDavid, you see his face everywhere. Could you pick them? Could do you know what they would sound like? I would say very subdued if I were to guess. But I'm saying like <laughs> you know nothing about them. 
Nothing. But you don't show enough or nothing. I mean, I can say the same thing about the NFL. But you don't follow the NFL. You know, you know, you know the quarterbacks, but I mean, you know maybe that some sells. of the wide receivers, but you don't really know anyone else. But that's what sells the quarterbacks. So I'm talking about the premier players in the league. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the you know the Patrick Nemeths. I don't need to know what they're like. I need to know I what guess. the top five, ten players in the league personalities are. Well, I mean, they're still marketing the shit out of Crosby and Ovechkin. Crosby's another wet blanket of a personality. There's nothing but that's there. Who, that, but that's who he is. So every one of these star players in the league just happens to have zero personality? Well, let's let's also be fair. I mean, the, there's the European factor, which plays a huge part in the in the States. Matthews is from the United States and McDavid. Not saying him. Yeah. Not saying him. Yeah, Ovechkin's Matthews, Russian Matthews and is, can't speak the Ovechkin's language. A, and he's the he's the one guy that's that's a great ambassador for the game. That you do know what he's like. And he was a great ambassador until his comments, and he fucked he fucked himself. And Pasternak, Pasternak's the other guy who I I know Pasternak because from the Dunkin' Donuts commercials. Well, yeah, he has a personality. I don't know. It's it's they do such a have, shit job, dude. Shit they job. They do. do. The problem is is that it's just not a big market. The diehard fans know who they are. The diehard fans. That's just the way which, the sport which is. To me, it's not Aaron Judge. It it's not boggles my mind not. because Gary Bettman came up under David Stern in the NBA. He worked under David Stern. Mm-hmm. He helped market the NBA and get it to where it is, to where it got to in the 90s. And that's marketing stars. That's what David Stern was great at. Why he never marketed stars. Basketball is a different animal. And you could see their faces. It's not like popular. it's not football where their faces are hidden. Well, they mean they're, they're they're covered. I mean, let's look at the helmet on and the, and the shield, and it's not it's not it's not the the point where baseball. I think baseball and basketball are different because they're a little bit they're a little baseball bit more, does a shit job marketing their stars too. Uh, I don't know. Aaron Judge is everywhere. Trout is everywhere. Don't hear Trout speak. You don't hear. Well, they're bad. It's a bad Just baseball coach him. team. Coach him on this shit. I'm not saying I'm not saying yeah. he that he's bad. I'm saying the team is bad. Can't market bad uh, teams. Now, great players are great players. Wayne was great. Wayne and listen, Wayne's not a huge personality, but he put himself out there at all times and spoke and did commercials and was everywhere. McDavid needs to do that. You want to grow the sport? Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews is is, a, is from fucking Arizona. He is as American sure, where, as American where, where gets. Where do you want these guys to go? Where, 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 I mean, commercials, they're, they're front and center, but they're front and center. They're front and center on. I mean, speak. David just signed with MGM. They need to speak. He's doing the betting shit now, like Gretzky is. Who is? McDavid. Does he speak? I mean, he does the commercials. Or does he just take wrist shots at, at an empty net? That I don't know. Yeah. That I don't know. I, I think. I think this is just. It's a bony contention. Trevor, you. Trevor Zegers and Jack Hughes are going to have a chance to literally take over the NHL because they both have personalities. And they're they. What about Zach Rowensky? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pavelski. I mean, some you got guys that have personalities. You know, some Pavelski guys was great. Right, put a microphone fantastic. in front of him. It's fantastic, but he's not a star. Can't they take a cue from from Jeremy Roenick? Jeremy Roenick was was a phenomenal player. And look at the personality he's got personality. In, until he he made a – which I thought was harmless comment. He had a great broadcasting career that came from it. Can't You can't make fun of women anymore. <laughs> you got to be politically correct yeah. about everything. 
I mean, they're so bereft of, of personalities in hockey that Anson Carter still has a job. He's horrible. He's so bad. He's so – the thing I don't understand, and, and this is, again, you know, he was doing – I mean, why, why? the guy that played 17 games with the Rangers doing doing your post-game show? I mean, have a little decorum. I mean, have, I mean, have a little bit of – I don't know if that's the right, right adjective. Just – have an understanding. I, I just don't know if they have. They might just have no. No one wants to come back and do this job. I can't see that being the case. Hank Hank came right back for it. What Callahan got his tryout through? Who us. would you if you were to go out there? What ex Ranger would you want to replace Joe Micheletti as the as a color analyst? It's hard. For, right? Do I want someone? Do I want? So, I was just just gonna say. Do I want someone for long term? Is he good? No. Is he is he that good? He's really he's not JD. He, he's really good on TV. I don't know how he is as a as a color guy. I wouldn't know until I heard him. Uh, Kevin Weeks. He's studio. Well, Kevin Weeks is. As I would the, like uh, Weeks is a color stu- analyst. Weeks is definitely a studio guy more than he would be anything else. That's what I'm saying, and I think that's the other issue. Who's replacing him? That, I mean that that's that's the other thing. Is like we can't even think of a name of an ex player. Oh, I mean right now, else. like if 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 Joe Micheletti fucking. You know, lost his fucking Retired. vocal cords. Yeah, right. Maloney would would go right in. He probably would, right? Oh, 100 percent. But that's how long term is yeah. that? That's what is it, at most he's going to have what ten years at most. You know, before I mean, he's just too old to Joe, do it. I mean, how old is Joe Micheletti, Sean? This guy's going to be here another twenty years. No, he he's like he's got to be almost seventy years old, Joe Micheletti. No, I don't think he's that. I played in the seventies. Hold on, we'll look that up. He, Sam might be in his seventies. Yeah, right. That's just a lot of fucking hair dye. Hey, 67 years he's old. 67. All right, he's older than I thought. Yeah. It's a lot of hair dye he uses. He's not young. He doesn't look old, though. I mean, he doesn't no, look no. Like he's almost 70. Listen, he looks listen, for all his faults, I'll give him that. He's a handsome man. For all his faults, he's a handsome man. You give him credit. I mean, good looking family. Gotta, his daughter, his daughter's married to Mike Madonna. Is he? Yeah. Is she? Oh, no. That's a son in law. Um, so, how much longer do you think these two guys have? I mean, Sam's going to be in his 70s. You know, isn't it funny, though? Sam looked old 30 years yeah. ago. He still looks the same. So you're saying back when we first started watching Sam Rosen, he he's was in like, his fucking 30s. Yeah. And he looked like he was 50 yeah, then. He did. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> but it's a handsome yourself, man, that's Sam Rosen. Handsome man. I, I, I have a soft spot for Sam. We all do. I, I have a very difficult time knocking him. Is he is he still what he was? No. But he'll always have a soft spot in my heart. He has a job till, only, till he, he doesn't want anymore. He is the only Ranger play-by-play guy that you and I have ever known. Yes, on TV. Yes, on TV. Yeah. So I, I, I can't imagine somebody else doing the play-by-play. Kenny, maybe Kenny Albert. Kenny. Kenny's the only one maybe. I can. And it's partially because of his father. Take that job. It's partially because of his father. It's the same. But he's good. He's really good. What, Sean, I listened to him on a talk show. I on, on a show. I forgot who whose show he was on. <laughs> He knows every single ounce of Ranger hockey. He quotes stuff that happened 15 years ago. Oh, this guy did this this day, and this guy was traded for him, and well, he's a, this guy scored this goal. He's the radio which announcer. Got them to the, I mean, he knows he knows the history of the team. Well, he's the radio guy for how many years? I know, I know that. But there are guys that like Joe Micheletti, you think he's gonna be able to tell me? No, no, it's even Sam to a lesser degree. He doesn't really tell stories the way he used to. He doesn't remember the way he used to. That's probably true. You know, I mean, 
But he's usually uh, he's remember. usually dead on on a lot of the trivia questions, especially you know the guys from the. Oh, 80s we got and the 90s. one the other night when he was spot on with Girardi and Roosevelt, the last two defensemen to score over ten goals in the same in the oh. same season. Girardi That's who it was. was. The answer, yeah. I, I, I thought it was that. Leach and Patrick. I didn't see what no, the answer was. I, I would have thought if you would have asked me, I would have said Leach and Zuboff. Because how many times the Rangers have defensemen that score over ten goals? But it was Girardi and Roosevelt. I would have never th- – I mean, listen, I knew Roosevelt had – he had a couple of seasons where he put up some goals. Right. But I didn't know Dan Girardi scored 10 goals in the season. Yeah, that's true. I, would have been a, I wouldn't have gotten that one. So, listen, we can sit here until we're blue in the face. It, it ain't going anywhere. I mean, what do you think Joe's going to do at least another 10 years, right? Five years? I'm no, he's not going to be – he's not going to do this until he's 77. He's 67. Who knows? Vince Scully's still – Disney's still doing Oh, games. God. But Vince Scully's like immortal. <laughs> oh, man. How many more years do you think Sam's going to do? I think I think five years. How old do we know? How old he is? Do we have? I got to look that. Do we up. have an age? You looking it up, or you may want me to? I'm looking it up. All right. It's going to be. Listen, I and I do think that they need to honor him. He's 74. I know that that might be. Yeah, a, he's, a, he's at most. He's got five years. At most, he'd be 79 years old doing play by play. But you want my opinion? When Sam goes, if Sam retires first, I think Joe should go with him. Oh, 100%. He doesn't get to stay past Sam's. Uh, that's my – They think have to have a new happen. team. It won't happen. I'm telling – Joe Micheletti's going to stay here till he retires. They need new blood up there. Born in I, Germany. I don't even know Sam if Kenny – Al- Would Kenny Albert even take that job? Why wouldn't he? Of course he, he would. He likes all the other sports. I think he's been waiting for this his whole life. You think so? Yeah. His father was the radio guy for how long? He'd be so good. It would. He'd be so fucking good. Hey, he's he's the With, he's the, the national he's, he's the national voice of, of the NHL right now. That's how he's good so he is. So good at what he does. I like I said, I heard him on that show, and he was rattling off stats, mm-hmm. and he was talking about this, and he was talking about something that happened 15 years ago. But he knows the history. He grew up in this. He knows the history. Of the His team. father. That, that's what you want. Was the Ranger guy forever, and is a fanatical Ranger fan. Right, Marv. So. This this is this is what he knows. This is what he grew up in. He dropped off the face of the earth. You don't hear. Yeah, he had. To. He's also he uh-huh. retired from the NBA. I know, but like you don't even hear about him. Anymore. He's like Nothing. eighty. Like he, is he that old? Yeah, he's got to be right because Kenny's got to probably be in his fifties. He was doing games in the in late sixties. Marv Albert. Think about it. Marv Albert was already done. He's eighty. Yeah, he'll be eighty-one. He'll be eighty-one in June. He was done doing Ranger games before I even started listening. So I remember Kenny Albert's fifty in ninety four for Game Seven. Howie Rose let Marv do the second period, I believe, mm-hmm. of Game Seven as like a tribute. Yeah, and my, I remember my father telling me he's like, you know, because Marv was the long time. I knew Marv as the Nick TV guy. Right. That's why. Yeah. That's what I remember. And he's like, Marv was a long, the long time uh, Ranger uh, radio voice. Which I had no idea. I remember him doing the Rangers wrap up with uh, with uh, Sal the Red Light Messina. Sal Messina. He was good. Howie Rose was the voice for me for the radio. He wasn't the voice that long either. But that's what I grew up with for five years. Howie Rose and Sal Red Light Messina. He was good though. It was funny. Have you ever watched the um, the the Ranger uh, video they did about '94 on the NHL Network? Yeah, uh, Road the, to Victory. That two hour thing that they did. Yeah. I was there was nothing on recently. the guy with the fucking hand holding his oh, hand yeah, up like this. I, I played hockey against that guy. Did you? He is a scumbag. Oh yeah, <laughs> he wouldn't. He doesn't shake people's hand. Win or lose, he does not shake hands. Well, I mean, because he put it through glass. 
He's an idiot. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, I lost my train of thought now. But it was nothing on one night, and I was like, you know, I'm bored. I was kind of like just like feeling like I want to watch something Ranger related, right. but you know, something I hadn't watched in a while. So I, I put that on, and I'll tell you, what a great documentary! But it just goes to show you, and, and the way they the way they went through everything, they squeezed everything out. And that, if you go back and think about it, that was a magical season. I mean, just every little nuance they went through it so perfectly. The trades, Keenan, how that whole thing went down, and Messier, and all that other stuff. But there was one thing that I don't know if you caught it. So they're talking about Matteo and Noonan, Matteo and Noonan. So they show a picture of Stefan Matteo mm-hmm. about the trade, and they go through and they show both Stefan Matteo, and then they show supposedly what's supposed to be Brian Noonan. It was Nick Kiprios. <laughs> Did you ever catch that? No. How the fuck does 16 that happen? Sixteen and nineteen, I, yeah, dude. How the fuck? Because Nick Kiprios do you got, not gets know his... the difference between Nick Kiprios and Brian Noonan? And how no one caught it? Brian Noonan, who's, who scored it. the game-winning goal. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. So, I just, I don't know. I just was wondering if you had ever caught that. No. If anyone out there yeah. has ever realized that, but if you ever go back and watch That's it funny, again, though. they show Stefan Meto. And they're supposed to show Brian Noonan, and, they show and it's Nick Kiprios. That's funny. And I've actually reached out to Kipper a couple of times. Uh-huh. I asked him on Twitter if he realized, noticed that. He never answered me. I'm trying to hope the Greek that man literally that maybe get him on the show. That man time. literally made a living out of just getting his face everywhere during that cup celebration. If you if you try he and well find them, a GIF though. for Ranger Stanley Cup, you'll find the one of Nick Kiprios with the cup. That's one of the like three gifts that will come up. Chips, whatever. He almost threw it in the stands. <laughs> you remember that? No. He picked it up, dude. He picked the fucking cup up. He, I thought he was going to throw it into the stands. That would be phenomenal. He, went, that. he picked it up. I thought he was going to throw yeah. it into the stands. He was a guy who was primarily a black ace. A lot. <laughs> I don't remember a lot about the Stanley, the Stanley Cup final like live. I just remember sweating it out. Like I was at my my friend's house across the street uh-huh. where I lived at my parents' house. And her husband wrote for Newsday. His name was Jim Smith. But he was a he was a he was a, a beat writer for for Newsday. Mm-hmm. He wrote he wrote really mostly for the Islanders, but he covered the Stanley Cup Finals. So I think I think he was there. I'm pretty sure he was there. And uh, I just remember that was the one memory about that night was Kiprios, other than Messier shaking right, right. with the cup, was him throw. I thought he was going to throw the cup into the stands. It was incredible. You know, it's hysterical. I want to feel that now. The, the, the images that I have from that, for some reason, is Neil Smith's wife. It wasn't even his wife. I think it was his girlfriend. It was just his girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, even think I don't know why. Wife. For whatever reason, that's just like a lasting image I'll always have of that whole thing where it's just like her you know, emotions the, was, the whole time Yeah, when they came down. Someone else. And I think it was Eddie Olchek or, or Karpatsev or Barry Richter. One of them had on a green sport coat. Well, maybe it definitely wasn't Corey Olchek because I remember Olchek in the in the t shirt and hat. Yeah, one of them had on a on this like uh, he looked like uh, <laughs> someone that worked at OTB back in the day. He had this ugly ass green, or maybe it was Mike Hartman. It was one of them. It was one of those guys. That's funny. Had on an ugly green sport coat that they came onto the ice with. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's funny. But it's so funny going back and watching that, watching the the equipment the guys had on. Watching how everyone was dressed. Because you think 94, it's not a long time ago, but it really is. 
it's a long time ago. ago Dude, trust me, it's a long time ago now. Twenty six years. Twenty was it? Twenty eight years. It's a long time ago now. Twenty eight years. Just want to feel it one more time, dude, before I die. (laughs) One more time, just once. I want to experience as an adult. I want to go out and get shit faced. I I I want to. I just want to experience it. I just want to run naked on Seventh Avenue. That's all I want to do. Just one time. (laughs) You know, and it's funny because now. You know, you forget. Like back then, there weren't there weren't a lot of teams. Now you're you're fighting. How many more teams now are there? The talent pool's watered down. The draft is watered down. The free, the free agency's watered down. It's so much harder now. It is. It's so much harder. You got to hit on your draft picks. Like I said, if Kako Lafreniere, Kratzoff, Mills Lundquist, Braden Schneider, um, Keandre Miller. If these guys, some of them do not turn out to be superstars or stars, maybe not superstars, but if they don't turn out to be stars, we are fucked. Oh, we are fucked. The guys in the top because 10 need to be stars. you can't go out there and buy a championship. It doesn't work. The guys in the top 10 need to be stars. Lafreniere, Kako, and Kraftsov need to become star players. Well, is Braden Point a star? Is Kucherov a star? Oh, I get it. They're but, both but, stars, right? They're not top. They're not first round picks. But, you can't. You, you got it. I understand what you're those saying. Those young core of your young players, some of them have to be stars. If they're not stars, you're fucked. Well, in a, in a sense, we've seen it. In a sense, trading for Zibanejad made up for made up for right. a draft pick because uh, you got him at twenty three. Right. right. And Fox. Fox McDonough was a trade. I got it. I get what you're saying. You, that's a good. You made up. Great you, you made up for it a little bit. Kreider's become a star, but and he was drafted. If you want a long run. If you want a Chicago, L.A., Tampa, Pittsburgh one. run. Just want one. If you want to run, if you want to run, you got to draft one. Huh? If you want to be Washington, if you want to be St. We Louis. We have this year's Vezina winner that we drafted. We have last year's Norris Trophy winner that we traded for and has never worn another uniform. You know? like We got a 100-point guy this year in Panarin who's right. averaged 100 points a year every year he's been here. Right. You know, per game, you know, based off, you know, obviously. I just wish you scored more goals. Me too. But Sabanajad, we got at 23 years old, you know, before he was a star. He became mm-hmm. he became a star here. Kreider's become a star here. We drafted him. So Lafreniere and Kako, they got to become stars. Miller doesn't have to become a star for that to be a success. Nils Lundqvist doesn't need to become a star for him to be a success. They need to be NHL players or be tradable to get us other NHL players. But like you said, we have a five-year. I think we have a four to five-year yeah. window. It's open because you know, you know, thirty years old is is when these guys really start to decline. The window is the window goes by your goalie since he's your best player and he is. That's the window. He's twenty-six. He's on a four-year contract at this money because right. after these four years are over, you either better have someone else that's going to step in, or you got to be prepared to pay him. God only knows how much money, and I don't want to even think about yeah. that yet. <laughs> well, like we, we did talk about this, is that by the time he's ready, just about ready to get his next contract, you got Truba and you got Panarin on yeah. the books. It'd be nice. I if, mean, you're, they're one year away. It'd be nice if so Dylan if Durand really, is pushing him. <laughs> and also remember, and we'll touch on this really quickly, it looks like the salary cap's going up $1 million per year right. up until 25, 24, 25, 25, 25 26. So 25, 26 would be the first year it's really going to make right. a big jump. So how many years is that? Three? 
Yeah, I'm bad at math. Would we be in 22? So three years. Yeah. So it may line up it in may. our favor. It may. But we have to make it work now for the next three years where we got we have to we have to just be prudent with what we do. This year and three more years. The, the four years of Shesterkin's contract at five point something million, those are the four years. That's the window. For this, for this, how do you unit. feel about that contract now? Because you know we're not happy. Phenomenal with contract. Summer. It's an A plus. <laughs> it's an A plus contract. Listen, Listen, he had a lot to prove to me, and he and he went above and, and beyond and proving it, it to the me. Same thing with me when I complained about Ryan Reeves. Uh, you know, I want to be proven wrong. Hundred percent. I want to be. I love being proven wrong. Nothing makes me feel better, especially when it comes to the Rangers. Not about life, right. <laughs> but when it comes to Rangers, I want to be proven wrong. Nothing makes me feel better. All I said was that we paid him top to five team. money without him proving he was a top five goalie. Well, he's proven he's a top five goalie. So it's a phenomenal yeah. contract now. We'll let the one thing that everyone wants to, you know, everyone wants to anoint him, you know, Hank, and he's better than Hank, or he's Hank-esque. Right. Hank had longevity. Right. And consistency. Hank was money, and he was healthy. Right. He, the only injury he ever the had was, was that freak, freak injury. injury with McDonough with the stick. Yep. He was healthy. So if if I'm Igor and I and I have any advice for Lundquist, how did you stay healthy? What did you do? What was your workout plan? They have no relationship. It's weird, right? Well, you know, it's funny because well, Hank and Richter really didn't have a relationship. Well, they didn't overlap though. It was close. They never overlapped. It was close. But no, they I didn't mean, overlap. No, they didn't, Sean. Yeah. I mean, there was like a three-year gap. Three I mean, Mike Dunham was the number one goalie. It's true. You know, that's the part of the dark ages. That team, I swear on my life, if they had a better goalie, they would have made the playoffs those two years he was there. I bet my, my, bet my right arm on that. <laughs> but, um, yeah. He, I, but that's going to be that's gonna be the part the part where he's gotta win a cup. we're going to see what if happens. He, if he ever wants to, to be what Hank was, in, at least in our generation's hearts. Listen, the, the people who are 20 years old now, Hank was their goalie as a kid, you know, for the for the for his run. You're 20 years old now. You were 15 the last time Hank was in the playoffs, or 14. So Hank was your goalie as a kid. That's he right. was our Richter essentially. Yeah. So Igor is going to well, be their so guy. I'm so old that I remember the Rangers before Richter. I remember yeah. Van Beesbrook yeah, so and Froze <laughs> one-two punch for the Rangers. So do I. That was my but, first team. Uh, but um, yeah, no. So so Igor is, for that generation is going to be going to mean more to them than he will us, unless he wins a cup. Like Hank will always have a place on a pedestal for me, no matter what Igor does, other than winning a cup. If Igor wins a cup, right, he right up here. It is it is amazing. It is amazing that you know you got teams that search for goaltenders. Philly, you know Carolina, right. Um, they haven't. I mean, they're still searching. I mean, they had Cam Ward for a long. I time. I wonder how much Benny has input with the drafting. Like, did did he did he in any way, shape, or form scout Shesterkin? The Rangers have had success in Europe and in Russia in the later rounds. You know, Fost, Haglin, you know, Buchnevich. Well, Igor, Haglin played Hank college. Lundquist. He played, went to Michigan, didn't he? Yeah, but I mean, he still had that Swedish flavor. I mean. I'm sure they watched him before he went there. I don't know. But they've had success in the later rounds. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's why 
you know, you sit back and you think about those teams that were competitive. You know, none of them were first round picks. Dubinsky wasn't a first round pick. Anisimov wasn't a first round pick. Callahan, Stefan, these were all second, third, fourth round picks. Right. They bombed on a lot of their first round picks. Sanguinetti, Jessamine, Montoya, you know, Korbakoski. I mean, they they built those teams in the early, you know, early 2000s. You know, Hanks, Hanks from 2006 on, really from the middle of the draft. It's true. And you think about it, I mean, if th- those teams might have been better if they had drafted a superstar. You mean Sharapanov? <laughs> oh God, dude! One, I'll, I'll never forget that day yep. as long as I live. You and me both. I was at work, and then this I used to get more of my information. I used to do TSN on my phone, mm-hmm. and I remember when he got drafted, and I was elated. Yeah, you and me both. Elated. I was skipping through the meadows when they when they drafted him. One of, one of my favorite things of all time. Went out, had a Sharapanov T-shirt, had a. I went out, bought a bunch of autograph stuff. I have an autograph card by him. I have a bunch of stuff by him. And uh, the day I was at work, I'll never forget it. I click on TSN and they said Sharapanov collapsed. Hit refresh about 30, 40 minutes later and it said he died. In my life, I'm being dead honest with you, I cried like a little kid, like a little girl. It was such, I just couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And I said, here, finally, the Rangers had what we thought was going to be the next you know, great player. And he you know, fell to drafting. us. He fell to us. And he fell to 17 yeah. from five. All because of the whole Russian right. factor. Not because he wasn't good. Right. And he fell from five to 17. And then he fucking dies. And you say to yourself, is this team cursed when it comes to first round picks? No, not one other first round pick has died that you could go back 60 years. That's never happened. It's literally the only one. You know, and on a side note, the Rangers actually did get a get a um compensatory pick because he passed away. Right. They got a second round pick, which they traded for Nick Antropov. But, you know, you never know. You sit back here and you think about yourself. If Sherapanos on the 2014 team, I've said it for years. I mean, literally the missing but piece. Sean, if they have Sherapanos, they trade for Rick Nash. They still trade for Rick Nash. Maybe we don't know. I we mean, it's know. always hindsight's always 2020. Right. But you put Sherapanos on that team, and we said it. They couldn't score against LA. They couldn't score. It was that was their? They couldn't score in overtime. Right. They couldn't get a big goal from anyone. And you're talking about a team that had St. Louis, Richards. You know, we all love Matt Zuccarello. He disappeared in that was, playoff he series. Was, he was the he was the missing piece. Whether it was drafting Tarasenko in 2010 instead of McElrath, whether it was Sharapanov surviving, a guy like drafting that Giroux instead of drafting Sanguinetti. I mean, we can go on and yeah, on. It's, the Rangers up until Mark Stahl were garbage in the first round. Mark Stahl was the first first round pick that actually made an impact on this team. Since I'm trying to think of Kovalev. I mean, think about all the first round picks they've had in the 90s. Sundstrom, Sundstrom was a good player. Did he make an impact? He was a good player. But was he played in the impact? top six. Did Gretzky liked him. Give, okay, give me a big goal Sundstrom scored in his career. The one that went uh, past the goalie. 
<laughs> Mark Stoll, I can give you a goal. He scored. No, I get it. Fred, there were no big games from. I'm just saying a guy that made an impact. I get it. Dan Cloutier, I, and you you made a very wonderful point. Drafting and the draft picks and all that stuff wasn't a priority back then. No. I just completely understand that. But the Rangers, in their history, up until the last ten years, fifteen years, never had success in the first right. round. The jinx of the Ranger first round pick. Dan Blackburn gets nerve damage. Stefan Chernevsky blows out his shin. Sharapanov dies. I mean, it was just, yeah, just one guy after it another. It just got worse and worse and worse. It was just disappointment. It ended with death. <laughs> exactly. Mark Stahl was the guy to me which signaled the turnaround. And you had success. You had Stahl. You had Kreider. You had Delzato. These guys were contributors. Right. And say what they, you want about Delzato. It's, it's now, what, 12 years later, he's still in the NHL. So. Barely, but I he's still he's, in the I league. In the min- I think he's in the minors in, in uh, the Ottawa in yeah. Ottawa's uh, minor league system. But you got you, but you use him as an asset. He was good enough. You, you got, got Kevin Klein. Klein, Klein was a and big how part. great was Kevin Klein yeah. in the playoffs? And not even the playoffs. He was great in fifteen. Yeah, he had fifteen. Tell the ten goals that that next season. They've always had an issue with drafting in the first round, and I, I always said Mark Stoll to me was the guy they traded up to get him, but. He was the guy that kind of started that whole transition right. where they actually started drafting decent players in the first round. And if you think about it, JT Miller was a great pick. I mean, he's still he's phenomenal. Brady Shea is, is though we're not fans, he's still in the league and he's still playing. Right. On a I mean, they haven't had team. many bombs since then. They got guys that actually played in the league and played in the league for a while. So Jonathan Jonathan Huberto with his ninety third point. They win tonight? Not sure. I just had, saw that just come up real quick. Panthers, 90, yes. 93 seven, points in 60-something games. Canes got their loser point. They got it. Always. They are the, the Rangers, that's the other thing I, I wanted to bring up. <laughs> if this When this team, is to me, the, the great teams figure out a way to get to overtime. The veteran teams... Figure out a way to get overtime. When they're not playing well, 10 loser points for Pittsburgh, 10 loser points for Washington. How many loser points does Carolina have? Eight? Eight. Nine? Eight. Eight loser points. We have not five. only three more than the Rangers, but still. Still three points in the stand. No, the, the Penguins and Capitals are the kings of, of the loser point. They each have 10. But there's a lot of teams. If you look at that Metro division, I think the Rangers and Boston are the only teams that have, have five five or less no. loser points. The Leafs have five. Tampa and the oh. Tampa has six, and the Panthers have six. Oh, that's it? Yeah. It's just the Penguins oh, and Capitals have 10. 10 yeah. loser points. Carolina has eight. Think about it this way, because I, I add overtime losses as still losses in my eyes, like the way yeah, I look at the team. Jim way of yeah. Capitals are 37 and 31. They're six games over 500. That's not, that's not great. They played 68 games and they've won you know, six more than they lost. We still have two games in hand on them? One game. Well, one. One game. One game. But we're seven points up now. With a game in hand? Yes. So standings-wise, we're nine points up. Just like we're three points up on Pittsburgh right now because we have a game in hand. We need to win tomorrow night. Listen, they need to just come out hard. Listen, I, I, I'm selfish, man. They can't look past this opponent, Sean, because they've no. been guilty of this all fucking yeah. season with looking past an opponent. I understand the and it's national TV. It's a Wednesday, it's Wednesday night. The Wednesday night game, TNT. They re, oh, you know, it's an original six thing, I guess. 
They can't look past this opponent. They've been fucking. They've been. They were so good against these bad teams. And they teams have early, to get up for the Islanders, sudden, right? They have to want to fucking punch them in the mouth, don't they? You would think. You I want think. the next four because you know they're going to want revenge on the Devils after what the Devils did to them. Oh fuck yeah! And Philly. I mean, I don't think they need to get up to play Philly. That's that's always that's the game you can might might say that might be. But a little Philly bit. just has nothing. Lightly. They have nothing. They have nothing to play for. What Kevin Hayes? Kevin Hayes is going to get his goal. You know that. You know, <laughs> it's so funny. There's two guys I feel really bad for right now: Kevin Hayes and Kevin Shattenkirk. Kevin Shattenkirk leaves. He goes to Tampa. He wins a cup. Yeah. God bless. He goes to Anaheim. Now he's part of another fucking another rebuild. rebuild. Kevin Hayes goes up to Winnipeg, bombs. Yep. Signs his great contract with with Philly. Yep. Thinks they're turning the corner, and now they're in a fucking other rebuild. He hasn't been good. Though. He's a part of the problem. They're paying him so much money, and he doesn't produce anything. And he's always hurt. But I'll tell you, he played he played well for them. The Rangers at fifteen. They talked about it. The Rangers have done well with the with the the college free agents. They they've done you know Pionk and and you know VC. These are serviceable guys. Yeah. I mean, they're not they're not superstars, but the, the college free agents they've done they've done okay with. I mean, Kevin Hayes was fantastic his first two seasons for the Rangers. What's what's crazy to me is Hayes has become more of a goal scorer when you uh, compare it to his assists. Yeah, but he's not he's not a guy that you're going to build your team around. No, he's a good second line guy. He's a good second line center. Is he? I just don't know if he has it between the ears. I don't know if he has it between the ears. He plays seventeen minutes a superstar. night. How many points does he have this year? Twenty one. He, he's missed games. Yeah, though. he's played thirty two games. Last year he had thirty one so, points in fifty five games. He played the whole season, but thirty one points. And his first year so there, he had forty one. Fifty points. He's a fifty point guy. Seven million dollars. Again, these guys got these contracts, you know, pre pandemic. I don't know. If the stars, the big boys, are going to get paid. He the, signed the seven by seven. All the guys seven, that made right? big money was the defensemen. He signed the seven season, by right? seven. Right. Yeah. He's got four years left. Seven plus. He signed before the pandemic. They traded for his rights. Crazy. I was surprised Stassi didn't get moved. Yeah. Well, they're still trying to go for it. And I guess they figured, what what were we going to get? We already traded Cop. They're still trying to compete. They, they, They lost the other night. But I'll tell you, that team should be much better than they are. That team surprises me. I think Hellebuck is uh, blow it up. Is part of the problem. Blow it up. Trade a Shifley. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think is a? Oh, we talked about yeah. this. Tell me. What, what do you think is a fair trade for him? Two ones and two of our top prospects. I don't. Not include. Listen. Not including Kako. Not that level. I'm talking like the Jones guys that have an R and Jones Lundqvist. Would you do Heedle Lundqvist in two seconds? Or is that too much? Hedel Lundqvist and two no it'd be Hedel Lundqvist two and two first. firsts. Sorry, two firsts. No, that's that's, that's something that they'll probably get. I'll tell you what it would be nice is they get a third team involved to take half that contract for two years. Oh, and have it be that's that such an affordable contract already. I wouldn't even fuck with it. Yeah, but Sean, listen, we we need flexibility for next season because we still get that four million dollars of get cap space. The year after, it's going to be hard to do it. because there's two years left on it. So you're asking you're it. asking the team to take on three million for two years. All right. So what what if what if this? That's another second round pick. What if you? 
Yeah. You would have to if you can get a sec, if you get a second round pick for for Georgiev, I don't think you get. And that. you take that and you trade it to Phoenix or Arizona, get them to pick up half a Shifley's contract. I don't see a team taking uh, taking two years. Two years. I don't see it. No, not around three million. Because then, if you can leave yourself a little bit of flexibility, maybe at next trade deadline, you can maybe get Patrick Kane. <laughs> With what picks now you, you really traded all your picks away? I know. So I'm si- that's that. Honestly, that's part of the reason why I was like a little bit like shit. You know, they gave away a lot this year. But listen, it is but they're it going is. for it now. They go as for they now. should. Again, I need to try to live, try to live yeah. in the present. That's my biggest yeah. issue. Well, think about it. The team that we're going to play in the first round, we've now played three times, and we were the better team in playoffs all three. Playoffs a games. different animal. Players grip their sticks differently in the playoffs. This team has never got there. You got a lot of experience in that Pittsburgh team. I'm not looking past them. They're going to give us a hard fucking Oh, hard yeah. Fucking I series. expect it to be a long series one way the or the other. The only thing I think we have in our favor more than is our goaltender. Oh, yeah, of course. I've seen Tristan Jari implode, implode in the playoffs. And we've seen him implode in these last Listen, two games. You want to talk about pressure? Igor, him, Igor, he has it all on him. Igor played for Putin. <laughs> That's all you need to know. You're right. He may have lost a relative if he played bad. That's right. pressure. Right. Good point. <laughs> and we, I mean, Jari has it in his head after after last year, how he played. He was horrible in the playoffs. Right. And you know, yeah, definitely. You know, the, the the pens are older. We got fresh legs. We got young legs, and hopefully, but I'm not looking past them. I don't no. think it's going to be an easy series. No, definitely not looking past them. It, but it, but it is but of all teams, it is the matchup. We I get home ice advantage, Sean. We win that series. It, I, I want home. It's advantage. it's it's the matchup I want. I don't want to win the division because then we're going to wind up playing whichever team doesn't make it into the top three in the Atlantic, and that's a better team to me, in my opinion. Like even if it's Boston, could that they're a better team and a better a yeah. worse matchup for us than Pittsburgh? I think Pitt, I think Pittsburgh is a good matchup for us. I think Carolina is an awful matchup for us. Just style of play. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we're we're regardless if we get past Pittsburgh, you know, God God willing, right? It's this is not going to be an easy. No, run. no. But I'm just I'm just no saying if you if you had to have it shape up in a certain way, Pittsburgh is I'd the best you, matchup for us, right? No, I agree. I, I honestly, I'm hoping that if they do get through, that either there's an upset or they they take care of the, the opponent quick. And well, I know that's it. not the range. So style. Carolina is going to have to play either Boston. Or Tampa, or Toronto, in that uh-huh. first round. There's no way for them to catch uh, Florida or uh, no. Or Florida Florida's Florida's way ahead. Are they way ahead? They're at 96 points. Florida. And what's Tampa's? They, Tampa's oh. at 90. The Leafs 89. What's at, Carolina? 93. Carolina's at 96. Also, so the same amount of points as Florida. I'm saying who are they going to play in the first round though. No, I know that, but if they get if they oh, get the I see what you're saying. Seed, I, yes, yes, I see what you're they're saying. They're gonna play the worst of the wild. I get it. Teams. I get it. Panthers have a game and have a, a game in hand on, on Carolina. Right. But they're both at ninety six points. Listen, we might see an upset in the first round. Uh, I listen, I wouldn't put it past this because all these teams have the same almost the same amount of points. How great would it be if the Maple Leafs exercised their demons and beat beat the Canes in the first round? <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> listen, 
Because that's a great like matchup to, for us. I loved, I love Toronto because I, I love, honestly, I love Sean. I would love to play Toronto it, in the playoffs. Oh, it would be phenomenal. Because you imagine how much coverage we're going to get. Yes. You know how much coverage it's going to would be. It would be magical. It's true. With all the talk shows, Kiprios will talk about it. Justin Bourne, Gord Stalick. It would be wall to wall hockey. It we'd be in our fucking glory. It'd be a great matchup. And it would be exciting. Every, every time we play them, it's it's a fucking three-ring circus of right. just up and down. And we played them well this year. Played them well for the last few years. Yeah. All right, so let's wrap, let's wrap this up. So we got the next yeah. four. I'm saying four and oh. What are you going with? Three and one. Three and one? Yeah, I they, I, I can't. They need, they can have one stinker in there, I'm sure. But – Hey, listen again. I like I like when you send me the check marks when you're right. Check mark, so check mark, check mark. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So we will touch base uh, next Tuesday. We'll uh, we'll talk to you guys then. Later. Later.